Boy Scouts going. So, everybody light them up. It's a Cleveland Moto Podcast. So, we're going to think of two, episode 296 now, right, Sleepy? 296. 296. We're getting dangerously close to 300. And nobody's died. The, the, yes. <laughs> the, the, the tricentennial, right? I mean, come on. We're going to have to do something special. Yeah. 3C. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big deal. So, uh, 3C is, is pretty rad. Uh, can't possibly tell you how excited we are to get to 3C. Hey, Phil, why is all this noise happening? Again, because we love it so much and COVID sucks, we're outside. Yeah. So it's we figured... It's beautiful uh, out. It's, it's, just, uh, it's beautiful out. We need to is, take advantage of it. Or Ed McMahon so. over here to, to Johnny. It's warmer here right now and more moderate right now than it is in San Diego. Right. And last week it was freezing. Yep. And this week it's like 70. It is. It's, yep. it's truly balmy. We're at 71 degrees Frankenstein. So high of 81 yeah. tomorrow and Sunday. A high of 81 tomorrow. Wow. Uh, which means we're probably riding Sunday. Sunday. Well, oh, so. gentlemen... I would say now that we're in a somewhat closed group, we're going to talk about that. Okay. Okay. So we're going to have to, we'll hit that topic before we get too schloss. To <laughs> my left. To what? Nick DeVito. <laughs> Excellent. And Nick did drive the Veloster. Yeah. The Veloster I, I know earlier in the week I said, I'm riding the CT90 to the podcast, but. I, I almost got mine out because I thought you were going to show up on it. <laughs> Here's the thing. With the new Piranha motor, it gets to 35 miles an hour very quickly. It does. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't go much faster than that. Or at least I don't want to rev it that Is this high. a four-speed or a five-speed? It's a four-speed. It's a four-speed. Yeah. So, so it does, does it do zero to 35 in one gear and then from 35 to 39 in the other three gears? <laughs> <laughs> it probably, it's not, you're not too far off. Yeah. No. Uh, so I, I ordered a, uh, a 40 tooth sprocket. Uh-huh. Uh, original is 45 tooth, um, so hopefully that that brings RPMs down to so RPM down and speed level. up. Yeah. Cause you got no shortage of torque now, right? Right. Compared right. to your CT90. Yep. Well, that's great. It's fantastic that not even a week ago this thing was sideways in the back of a car. Yep. And now it's got a motor hanging in it and uh, a crack frame and a crack frame. and a crack. Frame. I welded that and I ground it smooth and painted it because I'm a shit welder. Exactly. Uh, and <laughs> I uh, I've been. Picking up food orders with <laughs> picking that's, up Chipotle. That's why they make grinders. <laughs> Do you have a milk carton on the back yet? Not yet. No. Okay. okay. I recommend going Wired. behind uh, any of the larger grocery chains and getting the big wide bread. Oh, the bread tote. Yeah. So the bread tote, zip tie that to the back of it, and then you can put three milk cartons worth of shit bags. I when I had my Suzuki SP two hundred, I I used to keep it under my girlfriend's deck. And I had oh, no, said deck. You said deck. <laughs> yeah, deck. Deck. I, I had one of those uh, those you uh, the postal service totes. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, the postal service bungee corded to the to the rack. And one day the mail delivery person Wait, you saw bungee, it. Something you bungee corded something to a rack. rack? Ha, 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 Did she ha, accept that? Wow. That was that Hilarious. was very weird of Hilarious. you. Hilarious. I liked it better when we were talking about her deck. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, the the postal worker saw this and tried to like remove it from the motorcycle. Oh, he was, he and, was, and then went upstairs and knocked. It was Amber's mom's house. Knocked right. on the door and and she answered. And and the postal worker was like, "You can't have that. That's a felony," and stuff like that. But yeah, it's him. So, right. I'm surprised said, Honda, Honda doesn't have shoot a, me. I'm surprised Honda doesn't have a part number for the milk carton. Milk crate. Right? Yeah, you have exactly. a Honda milk carton that goes. No, right that's off. Kawasaki for the KLRs. They right. have a part number for right. that. Yeah. I made sure to get one from behind Ryder Dairy because on the side of the Ryder Dairy ones, it says thou shalt not steal. <laughs> <laughs> and I put that on the back facing people behind me as a ultimate <laughs> sign of irony. Yeah. Yeah. Don't steal my milk carton it's off just my bike. It's permanently borrowed. I've got like six of those. 
look, they're all from Wisconsin dairies that yep. were out of business 35 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so they're authentic. And stolen. Yeah. Statute of limitations has long got out on those. I have a galvanized one. Yeah, I was going to say, get the old galvanized ones. I think ones. I do have a, a, like a steel one, a steel one that I might those have, You can't find those because all the motocrossers in the 70s and 80s have all of those. Oh. There's nothing unkillable as a galvanized metal milk crate Use for putting your CM250 up on. For a bike stand. Yeah, yep. for your CR250, just pop yep. it right up on there. Perfect. And then to his left... Uh, Chase Coleman, uh, long-time listener, first-time first caller. caller. Right? <laughs> bing, 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 ring the bell. First-time caster. Yeah. That's right. And so, did you ride tonight? Uh, yeah. Uh, brand new, basically, uh, Zero SRS. Um, nice. yeah, well you. done, well Appreciate done. It. He took advantage of the Cash for Clunkers program and traded in a brand new KTM. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically listening to this podcast uh, cost me a lot of money. Yeah. This is <laughs> so it. I was like, Fuck oh, Patreon. Man, that's a good idea. You got rid of that pile of crap. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen that. That's the truck that says rotten on the side. Yeah. And he's sitting on the floor. I don't think there's a seat in that truck. And the wheelbase, the back wheels are behind the bumper. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, that's, that's, again, that's if you can't be a good welder, be a good grinder. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you rode your SRS? Yeah. Your Zettel? Yes. Yeah. Nice. I like that thing, man. That thing is so sweet. Yeah, they're pretty. You need to talk about 0 to 35 yeah. quicker. I mean, I mean, this thing is lightning fast it's like a mini roller coaster at every stop sign it is i mean it's yeah. so sweet are we living in sport mode yet or are we still in the, no, the softer mode no. I've, <laughs> no i've tested it and uh almost killed myself first time and i was like all right i'm gonna you know what that's that's enough for me i'm good uh street mode it is street mode is street mode is perfect <clears throat> in the zeros in the new zeros they have this new mode called street mode the old ones used to have Eco, yeah. custom, and death. Like mm. eco, custom, and sport. <laughs> right. And in sport mode, it just turned the back tire into smoke. Right. That was all it did because they didn't have traction control. So the old ones had ABS, but no traction control, which is kind of the wrong thing to have. Right. Like if you're going to have one of those two things with a zero, you know, 114 foot pounds of torque and a bike that weighs 350 pounds, just fucking have torque control. Well, on the new ones, they've got that Bosch uh, bike stability control system. And it's fucking amazing. It's incredible to ride. Yeah. And incredible. so when you ride the bike and you're like, oh, my God, I think I would have died just then if it wasn't for <laughs> so very smart computer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not just times. Yeah. Not just that one time. I'm, yeah. You're almost afraid to go back and ride like your buddy's bikes yeah. and everything that don't have it yeah. because you feel so stable on a rocket ship. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the future. Yeah, I will not tell you the thing that I, the thing I will never tell anybody who owns a Zero SRF or SRS is if you have um, if you are riding it in street mode or if you, I'm sorry if you're riding it in uh, what I would like to call any of the safe modes, you have just as much safety riding it in sport mode, but you have more power. And the weird thing is, there is a point where you will put it in sport mode and you'll drive it around all day in sport mode. And you'll realize that you can just do everything faster than you're doing it now. And there's just the same zero amount of wheel slip. Do they and still have the waiver you have to sign on the touch screen? On the touch when screen. you put it in the sport <laughs> mode? I'm going to put it in sport mode. <laughs> Insert thumbprint here yeah. and bleed a little into but, the spot. But yeah. That's incredible because I, I literally blow past every car right. in like I've ever seen. Yeah. And I'm in street mode. In street I, mode. I could not imagine 
Well, the problem with it, sport like, mode everything. is the bike won't give the bike will not relinquish traction. So the bike, this computer, is going to keep traction. The problem is the hard objects are moving at you faster now, so you have less time to react to them and move around them. There's nothing the computer can do from keeping you from hitting that pole or that right. car that's stopping in front of you. And that's where you start to get that danger zone because you're literally on a Tron light cycle now. And when you're on the Tron light cycle, you forget that I am, you know, I am 700 pounds of mass now traveling at an improbable velocity on streets that are occupied by other people. Fucking dangerous, man. Yeah. So, yay. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and besides that, uh, the coolest thing about it is everyone who looks at you yeah. and says, oh, my God, is your bike electric? Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't hear you pull up. Like, what is that thing? They have no idea. Yeah. Like, it's the, it no is, clue. You get a very warm feeling in the cockles when somebody says, is that electric? Yeah. Every, like, every holy time shit, too. is that electric? And you're like, yes, it is. And they're like, and now watch me disappear. Because once somebody says, is that electric? You don't know, but an invisible gauntlet was just thrown down. And so as soon as the invisible gauntlet hits the ground, you have to be gone. Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of time, the next sentence out of my mouth is, you want to see how fast this thing is? <laughs> <laughs> and a quick look over my shoulder. And I'm yeah. like, all right, let's go. So what got there? It's not a mouth. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's well, it. Wait, it's, you're still in your break-in period. You can't, you can't really hammer it. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. wait till it's broken in. So you got to break in your rings. And <laughs> Hope they the have the proper cross hatching. You really got to get the cross hatch right <laughs> in those zeros, or they don't perform for shit. You know, if you don't break them in right, they mm -hmm. they suck. <laughs> and to his left, Dan Crowkey. Yay! Did you ride today, Dan? Yeah, I'm on the R90. Because you don't have a car anymore. I don't have a car right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay, to people who live in Santa Cruz, that's not a brave statement. Knock has not right. had a car for a very long time, but. To live in Cleveland without a four-wheeled vehicle. At the end of September. That's some brave shit. <laughs> You're really letting it slide. Well, my wife does have a car. Okay, so all right. We don't have any cars. What are you holding out for? I don't know. I'm I'm thinking another new Ram truck. I'm, yeah. I'm just kind of waiting, biding my time. The lease on your Ram worked out well for you. Say again? The lease on your Ram worked out well for you. Yeah, it worked out okay. I, yeah. I really wanted to buy the truck because yeah. I think I had $1,500 of equity in it. But they they couldn't um, they couldn't fix the leak in the back of the cab. Yeah. And you know, if it rained hard enough, I had an inch of water in the underseat storage compartment. Wow. And I'm like, if the professional leak fixing guy can't do it, if Scuba Steve I'm, can't I fix it, can't do it. <laughs> it can't be fixed. Right. Well, if you need a car to borrow, I have plenty. Do you know? Uh, yeah, that's that's true. If if you do come up shy on a car and you need something, I think. Between a couple of us here at the yeah. table, we have 14 cars, 18 cars. I don't foresee a What if you do? Just we could put any kind of weird thing under you. The uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I used to have a fetish for the Chevy Astro vans because the Chevy Astro vans had like the back door that the, had these like Dutch doors where the, the main hatch would open up, but then there were two little doors mm. that would open. I just thought it was fucking cool. And I always like, you know, I had one for a job I used to work. Those are called the Dumbledores. The Dumbledores? Excellent. <laughs> the Dumbledores. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Well, apparently the Dumbledores never, ever stopped leaking. And dudes would RTV them closed. So it would stop flooding the back of their vans. And that, for me, was a deal breaker. I mean, I can't have something where, especially in Cleveland, where anything that gets wet gets frozen. Yeah. And then you're, everything, you're locked out of your own vehicle. Or salty. Or salty, right. Well, exactly. I have a weird problem in my Saab. In the summer, it could rain 
three inches, yeah. not a drop of water in inside the car. Right. In the winter, it snows a quarter inch. Yeah. And the back seat behind the driver's seat is soaked. Jesus. But oh. only in the winter. In the winter. Well, roll the windows up. No, it's almost like the <laughs> tubes getting fro like the drain tubes getting frozen or something. From yeah. Ninety percent of car problems people don't realize is that the, the drains get plugged. Yeah. yeah. So the water is designed to go all through your car, but it's also supposed to drain out. So the uh, so yeah, that's so just riding a, riding a BMW, man. Yeah. Good. You know? So yeah, I actually haven't ridden in about a week. You know, I sprained my right elbow. Every time I would wrench or ride, it's like it, the elbow wasn't healing anymore, so I took a week off. Yep. Hadn't ridden the BMW in three weeks, got right. on it, and figured out pretty quickly that the, the front brake takes enough pressure that that's probably going to make it a lot worse if I keep yeah. riding it. Yeah, and that is true. So, I mean, that's, um, you know, I just bought your buddy Dan's BMW. So that was like in one of these really obtuse Phil Waters, Cleveland Moto five-way deals where we had to like name property in his name on the moon or something to make this deal happen. <laughs> but long and short of it is he left with Tim Harnett's formerly lowered, now up to normal natural ride height, V7. Oh. And I got the white, um, formerly blue, R90 slash six. Which I kind of want. 75. You know what? It is, it is truly yet another, you guys remember my R50 that I had for a long time and I rode it in, it, does everything the R50 did, which is be super fucking distinguished, but it has enough power to go on the freeway at 85 miles an hour. Hmm. So that's the big difference. Where the R50, I'd get it up to 100 every once in a while, but it really didn't like it. Whereas this thing feels like, you know, 100 miles an hour is really no big deal. And But the front brake of it, the front brake on that thing has got to be made by Pringles. <laughs> Every time I touch the front brake, it's like go 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 go. Yeah. That's an upgraded front brake. It is. That's a, that's a, the handlebar master cylinder. So he's got Mine a handlebar master cylinder the on there from the '80s, as opposed to the master cylinder they hid under the gas tank, which was like the trick of the devil that BMW did. Take a master cylinder, something you might need to service every once in I don't know a fucking century, and put it under the gas tank. So and what goes from the lever to the master? A cable. Cylinder? A cable. A cable. Huh. Well, what have you solved there? <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. You're not talking into a mic. I don't, I don't know right. what they were thinking. It's, I don't know what they were thinking. But So did he give you a copy of the Bing Car Bible? No, he didn't. But I, I've I mean, got I can a get copy it. of it for you. Okay, I, I read good. it yeah. two nights ago. Yeah. Now I actually know how to start it when it's cold. Oh, okay. Because there you go. I didn't know you're not supposed to touch the throttle. No, you Use leave the it. enricher. He says... Right. As soon as you touch the throttle, you're, you're going to have problems starting. No, you better to turn the enrichner off and just crack throttle wide open to start it or use the enrichner no throttle at all. You have I to kill a chicken and pour the blood <laughs> on it yes. to get it to start. I this think I read that in the manual. real nice. Um, it starts real good. The problem in this bike is the front brake. I mean, it's got a it's got a stainless steel hose, which is nice. It's got a modern stainless steel front brake line, but that front brake on a BMW of that era is literally just a shoe, a a, a, a one piston. And it's just pushing like the old CB750. That's right. what I was going to say. Yeah. So it's a really shitty front brake. So it's, it's a chatty Cathy. Quarter miles Go open. Go get a Nissan. Um, it's... It's so bad. This is so loud. <laughs> it is so noisy. It is. I, I, is I think it's a, the difference between a Thursday night and a Friday night. No, it's it a difference really between is. an early in COVID night and a late in COVID night. Uh, outside right now, 
nobody gives a fuck. In case nobody's paying attention, all restaurants are back open in yeah. Ohio. So and this street is apparently open to every there's car. There's no in more the social hit. distancing, no Whoa. more restaurant half capacity bullshit. Oh really? Yeah, the, the bars will open the bars will close at ten PM still, but there's no limit to how close you can tongue fuck the guy next to you. And and yeah. no more hospitals half capacity. That's correct. Right. That's true. You're exactly right. <laughs> you know, we figured that our, our doctors were getting lazy. <laughs> So let's fill those fuckers let's up. Let's ramp it up, baby. Shovel right. more coal on so the fire. So to Dan's left. So to Dan's left. <laughs> what do you had, McDaniel? Steve Hoffert. <laughs> I rode my monkey. It's I got nine and a half horsepower. It can't get out of anybody's way. I can't outrun anybody, and people just laugh at me. Okay? <laughs> Dude, Piranha 140. <laughs> to my left. Uh, Johnny Mac. He has two mics now. I drove my car. He does have two mics. <laughs> but I do have a, a little exciting news. I might be getting a free bike. And it is the most awesome bike in the whole world. A TS250. Wait, that's not what I'm getting. Oh, that's what you want it to be. <laughs> so the free bike that I'm supposed to get is the free bike that Steve wants, which is... A Honda Silverwing 1981 Ooh. Interstate. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Tell us about it. Uh, just an old buddy that I worked with happened to send him a joke right. or something with tits. Did you yeah. have to swallow or was it just like spit no, no, and kind of no, no, rub? No. Well, here's the caveat is uh, all the guy wants is can you look at his a Virago, 98 Virago 1100 <laughs> oh, no. and tell him why it won't stay running. Oh. Yeah. Because it's a Virago. Because, yeah. But then yeah. he was very clear to say, he doesn't expect you to, you don't have to work on it or anything. Right. He just wants your opinion. Okay. But he's giving you the bike. And I'm like, does it have a title? Well, let me see. So I don't know. Right. But because well, the bowls have a foot of sand in them? Probably. <laughs> that's, well, I'm going to, you know, me, I've never met a carburetor that doesn't need clean. That's, so that's exactly gonna be, right. First of all, clean the carburetors. Second yeah. of all, I don't know. Clean everything else. Does Third it have of all, the get rid of the Virago and get the Silverwing going and you'd be better off. Does it have the cool pipes and everything still on it? Uh, the Silverwing, I have not seen or even seen a picture of it. Oh, I have I no idea what I'm getting. I don't know if it has the backpack, the you know, the, the cool little no passenger seat, but you've got a, a top a box on it. I have one of those. Or maybe you have both because you're supposed to have both. You're supposed to have a seat or the top box. Right. Or you can have the Mark Allen something made a thing where you can have the seat on it right. and the top box sits behind it. Right. I don't know. The I don't top know what box is also a backrest. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, so they have a rail thing that you can slide the top box forward and it becomes a backrest for a solo lonely operator. I yeah. do not know what I'm getting into at all. I can tell oh. you I'm picking it up from South Euclid. Oh, oh there so, you go. Yeah. Who nice. knows? Yeah, well, there you have it. We'll see what happens. Okay. If it's if it doesn't have a title, I don't know. Does anybody want a non-titled Silverwing? Yeah, for but parts? you can go to Vermont and get a title. It's fine. No, I'm not dealing with any of no, that it's bullshit. A massive pain in the ass. No, if it's it, not. if it's no title, I don't even know if I want to bring it home. I'll, I'll take I'll take it if it's, there's no title. Yeah, for me parts. too. Okay, That's so not we a got problem. two takers. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, Steve, but I kind of he's already said he's. Well, yeah, you like things. you guys rub each other's wieners. Well, so and and honestly. Yeah, no. Hoffert is such a fucking weirdo for that sideways. And he has a lot of storage places at things he's not supposed to store. Not anymore. I may be leaving my current employee. Oh, Oh, my goodness. You're not going to be grumpy sore guy? You're going to be grumpy, like, non-job guy? guy? Please go work for NASA. First of all, he is not grumpy. Grumpy NASA guy. He would like to further be called happy sore guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't. Want, I don't want to cut in the order, but I, yeah. I. We were talking about titles, and I got reminded of the fact that 
the CT90 didn't come with a title. It came with the address of the original owner. Oh, really? <laughs> so I sent him a letter. And he called me yesterday. Oh, really? So I'm I'm gonna meet with this guy Monday. Wait, oh, wait, yeah, sure. you sent him a like? I sent yeah, snail mail. I sent this seventy something year old man a letter. Congratulations, because that's with why a picture of the CT90. And, and he responded because you like sent that. him a letter, yes. not an email. And he called me, and I'm meeting with him Monday to get the title notarized. Nice work. The guy's the guy's email address was Noah at webtv.com. <laughs> yeah. At Friendster. 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 Yeah. You know, you might not think much about it, but it does mean something to somebody that you would take the time to actually write and mail him yeah. a letter, especially to older oh, people, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. For them, that was a way of conducting business. I, I know this just from my mother-in-law. Like, right. She really very much likes to send letters to people and likes to get letters. She fastidiously goes through her mail. You know, it's just a time gone. But she doesn't have email, so she appreciates mail. The number of people that we get at the shop, and I'm not going to lie to you guys, it's old white men. <laughs> the number of people who call the shop and ask me to mail them flyers, to mail them brochures right. for all of the models we carry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that no, sounds expensive. No, 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 no. 15 years ago... When I can sit here and tell you guys with a straight face that every model we carried had flyers right. 15 years ago. And I, that would mean me mailing off like a manila envelope that weighed three pounds right. for like all the dopey little Bajaj flyers and, and the crazy the Royal 90s, Enfield flyers. You probably had the three inch CD-ROMs that you could just well, send ooh, out. Yeah. yeah. And here's what's kooky is people that do that today, I'm like, well, these companies don't make flyers anymore. They have billion-dollar websites that don't work, right? right? And they have billion-dollar websites that you can't navigate, right? And they're always like, well, can you print it out then for me? And <laughs> you just, you, oh, my God. You just figured out why Harley Davidson is failing. They stopped making brochures. Yes, they did. They yeah. went to a yeah. website. Yeah. All the all the Harley guys are like, the I don't last know. year that we had brochures for the Royal, or, I'm sorry, for the Moto Guzzi's, the Moto Guzzi's had a cruiser brochure. Which Chris, I've got a few of these for you. They're, they got your bike all over them, but um, these things are thick and shiny and printed on good fucking paper. These are gorgeous things. You know how good they are. They cost me four dollars and thirty-one cents each. Wow! Wow! Yeah, and you know, wow. you know how many I got to pick? None. They just showed up magically and it appeared on my parts bill. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So I got a thousand brochures. Okay, great. That's great. Four thousand cool. dollars. Yeah, about about four grand. Yeah. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. But Phil, it's so easy to own a motorcycle shop and make money. Well, that's exactly it. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Steve. Yeah. So yeah, so free interstate. Yeah, silver wing, a silver, silver wing. wing. Yeah, it's it? it's you gonna, gonna be eighty one. Is gonna be the five the GL five hundred. No, it's gonna be a GL. Yeah, it'll be a five hundred. Eighty one and eighty two were the GL five hundred. Yep. Yep. Same motor as in the CX five hundred. Exactly. Monoshock. I, I I have no. It's gonna have the monoshock. Yes, it it's gonna have the air shock front end. Yep. It's gonna have to need uh, steering head bearings. Yep. Probably. It's gonna need everything. It'll need to have water the propeller replaced on the front end. It's gonna need a water pump seal. It's gonna you know a fan put on. You know, I just briefly started looking them up again. You know, I had a seventy eight CX. 500 that I it was one of my first bikes and I really enjoyed it and yeah. rode the shit out of it I mean even my wife my wife and I rode the you know Pittsburgh and back on and yeah. it was like she was falling asleep on the back seat on the way back you know it was like you know it's a 500 cc bike that puts out about 45 horsepower yeah. liquid cooled it's you know in UK it was called the plastic maggot 
It's no, a three sexy. valve motor that you cannot kill. It is a four uh, valve motor. Oh, is that a four valve? Yeah, it is two. It's a push rod motor. It is a push rod with yeah, forked right. rockers. Right. So yep. each push yep. rod pushes a forked rocker. Yeah. And so it's a four valve liquid cool motor. Valve, so yeah. did Moto Guzzi ever like do a, a lawsuit against Honda? Yeah, nah, nothing no. like no. that. No. They were just like, okay, cool. No. You copied yeah. us hundred yeah. percent. It's just yeah. a longitudinal V twin. Right. Yeah. They're I mean, not Harley Davidson for fuck's sake. You're not going right. to sue somebody over the sound of your potatoes. It is an <laughs> extremely easy motor to maintain. You, yeah. you know, if you tighten the cam, uh, cam chain tensioner every once in a while, yeah. and you can, the, the valve covers come off. They're O-ring. You can put them right back on without a new gas. Oh, wow. You don't need a new gas. Just set yep. the tappets on the valves yep. and everything. Slap it back together. They're a really easy motor to do. I mean, almost bulletproof. Aside yep. from you know, like the, some of the plastic parts now, forty years later, are getting brittle. So like the fans and stuff like that that are made of plastic, you might want to replace those. Just out of a you know concern for the future, but I've mean, seen when, a few of those. Bricks. When you look at those bikes in Britain, yeah, they're putting two hundred thousand miles. Oh on yeah, them, like yeah. no problem. Yeah, it's a, it's well, it's because Honda built that motor right. They absolutely yeah. did. And to your left, speaking of new bikes, Chris Smith, Chris Smith, Chris Smith. You, uh, if you're if if anyone on the radio notices that Chris is a little taller today. <laughs> If anyone notices that Chris has got a little extra swagger in his step today, Chris's motorcycle world has definitely fucking improved. New bike. The biggest jugs of anybody here. Yeah. No (laughs) shit. Like, Chris pulled up today on a bike that just said, fuck y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Chris. Well, not without a lot of consternation, but... uh, Oh, we heard all about it. Yeah, so, all right, we and, and, and to my left. Oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. For the podcast listeners who don't know what the score of the fucking century sounds like. Yeah. You did. You got the score of the century, dude. Tell them all about it. Well, what? so the guy down in um, Brunstucky. Brunzeltucky. 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 Has, uh, he's got quite a few bikes, and he's getting up in age and wanted to, uh, get rid of some so about a year ago he called me and said hey i got this uh moto guzzi california and i've been down to his garage a couple times and asked him about it how many miles does it have on it uh it's got just over 4700 so it's so it's not on. even broken now, hold on. Let, let me help our podcast listeners is this the 2011 California that looks like a, a melted Coke bottle fell on top of a sideways motor, or is this the 2014 and later California that literally is a giant two-fingered salute to Harley Davidsons? The latter. Yeah, it's the latter. That has you yeah. and McGregor sitting on it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very pretty. It's it a has, very that has a million torques. Yep. Yeah. So he asked me, "Hey, you know, you're interested in, in, in the bike?" And I've always been pretty straight with him. I said, well, how much do you want for it? He said, I need to get 12 out of it. I said, I'm not your guy. Right. Yeah. Fair so enough. then um, last winter, he rode it and uh, dropped it off at Sills, and they had it on consignment. And he spent over $20,000 on that bike. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that and, was... I, and I'll let you identify the yeah. uh, the upcharges on all that. But uh, <laughs> Sills, Sills had it for about ten eight, I want to say. Right. And I think when he took it out of there, he had it down to eight eight. Mm-hmm. So he calls me a week ago. Yeah. To say, are you interested in the uh, California? And I said, well, again, you know, what are you looking to get out of it? He said, sixty-eight hundred bucks. And I said, well, then. <laughs> oh shit! You wow. got my attention. Yes, I'm definitely interested. My goodness. And so I said, you know, uh, let me come on down and and ride it. I've never ridden one, and right. I want to make sure it's not too big for me and stuff like that. Yeah. So I went down uh, 
last Saturday. And uh, he's down off at 303, close to 42. Um, so three of my uh, motorcycle friends waited for me for like three hours at the intersection. <laughs> I said, I don't right, know who that is. We don't know where the alley is. <laughs> but uh, I finally got the bike going and uh, rolled it down there. So it, with the exception of a few loose yeah. uh, he, shields, uh, uh, exhaust like, shield. Chris was like, I don't know if I should buy this. It's making a weird noise, and I think it's broken. Yeah. And then well, he I don't know what I said. I think it's broken. Yeah. But he but showed you up. You have literary license if you want. <laughs> there was a heat shield that was slightly rattling. Well, so the way the Moto Guzzi's exhaust is built is the exhaust is a stainless steel exhaust. Right. But like all motorcycles in today's modern thing, nobody wants the exhaust to turn blue the color of heat. Right. So they add another exhaust to the outside of the existing like exhaust. double walled or so something. So it's yeah. double walled. Mm -hmm. And then when you get anywhere past the headers, when you get more than two feet away from the engine, then it's through the use of chrome cladding. Right. And so they just tend to put these chrome panels over the stainless steel right. and then hold them on with a number of little Allen head fasteners. And what happens is, you know, can you imagine a hot exhaust expands and contracts like a motherfucker? Yep. And it does. And then you put a little tiny fastener through there that's only like an M2 or an M3 fastener. Well, it can't handle that much expansion and contraction. Those little screws back out. And even if you put a liberal amount of, you know, Loctite on there, right. it cooks it. So... Um, but more importantly, we yeah. were concerned because Chris was like, I don't know, the bike's great, I like it, but can this be removed? And we we're like, we we're all concerned about the fact that there's a, an item on it that might not be able to be removed. And it was basically the GIMP mask of, of license plate <laughs> rounds that had all the spikes and all the leather that anybody could ever want around the license plate. That license plate bracket, I've taken that license plate bracket. It is a, <laughs> it is a, basically a, a, it is a rectangular cock ring <laughs> with spikes coming out of it. The entire 360 degree perimeter. Now those are actually, they're affectionately called pike nuts. Pike nuts. So there's pike nuts coming out 360 degrees in every direction. And then right above it, he's got a blue lives matter. Yep. So this guy, uh -huh. I can just picture this guy he like unzipping them. his gimp mask <laughs> to lick a boot real heavy whilst wearing this thing, this license plate bracket around his neck <laughs> um, while he's pulling a, you know, a, a, a carradine over there, just jerking it feverishly. Uh, With a bag over his head? Yeah. I can't oh. possibly see this. As soon as you rolled that bike up, I was like, Shame about the license plate bracket. <laughs> Chris is going to need a whole new oh, wardrobe. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Man. I want to thank Chris for letting me ride that bike last weekend yeah. and ringing it out on the freeway. Yeah. And as soon as I got home, I started looking at gold wings. Oh, <laughs> man. Steve, Steve, <laughs> you rode, you rode F six Bs or yeah, whatever. Steve, yeah. you rode a lot of bikes that day. You also rode the Bandit that day. <laughs> oh, you did ride his Bandit. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed riding the Bandit. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I rode his BMW for a while. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, you well, rode the police the, bike? Yep. The police BMW? Yep. Yep. Wow, that's cool. It, it's, everybody described it as the most uh, sedate motorcycle they've ever ridden. It was very comfortable, though. The R1100? Yes. Yeah. So if anybody's R1150, ever interested, yeah. yep. in the hands of the right person, an R1100 RTP mm -hmm. is a fucking weapon. Yep. I mean, it's remarkable how good they do what they do, but in a daily driver scenario, it's like a PC 800 that's been eating too much. <laughs> yeah, you have to whip it. You do have and, to whip and it. And so, DR 650 coming along. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So, oh, 
twin, dude. Yeah. That was a that was a Ninja six fifty twin with nothing after maybe six inches out of the exhaust man. <laughs> yeah. See the eleven fifty. I, I want to describe it like uh, like a nice looking woman with very large cans. Trucks of land? Yes. Are you saying it's a Kim, Kim <laughs> No, no, but I'm saying this is the way Arthritis the bike operates. In both of his hands. Right. right, right yeah. So when they're walking, it's nothing can be better. Right. right. But when they start running, yeah. it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> and that's the way that bike is over, like up to four thousand RPM. We all love. It's the most beautiful we, thing in the all world. Love watching Jessica you get it about four thousand RPM. You got tons of power, but right. it's a mess. Right. So, that's true. I mean, we all love looking at Jessica Rabbit. Can you imagine that woman in a hot sprint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. Black eyes oh, yes, instantly. Yeah. So yeah, so I went out and took it for a ride too, and I t- I tightened up the other heat shield that was rattling at thirty five hundred RPM. Because Chris is like, it makes a weird noise at 3,500 RPM. So while we were sitting in the parking lot, I just wicked it up to 3,500 RPM slowly and then found the offending heat shield that was yet another chrome piece of... It's a chrome thing that doesn't need to be there, except for it would look so bad if it wasn't there. Right. And so everyone wants our exhaust to be this like contiguous, long, phallic, chrome, thick thing from the front to the back. And you know what? Exhaust systems don't necessarily have to look like that anymore. I can fix so. that. Just fire up Sparky. And, exactly. Yeah, we'll take care, we'll take of, care that. of that. Zap, zap. Turn an Allen head into a rivet. That's right. You know what? Oh, yeah. And stainless steel exhaust turn pretty colors, yeah. too. You just got to worship that shit. Yeah. But I took it out and rode it, and there is not one fucking thing wrong with it. I rode that bike, and it was like, it's... Those bikes are so good... The problem is he paid a third of what I paid for mine. Is it yours? Yes. As of uh, Thursday? For 6,800 nice. doll hairs. Yeah. Well done, now, sir. Well, now, well done. Well now, done. You while I was down that. there on Thursday, I got two more deals for you guys. There's okay. a 1988 Suzuki 450 L. L. Yep. I'm, I'm presuming it's an L because... Because Cinch was crybabying about it so much, that <laughs> it's, it's got and and the guy wants the five five hundred bucks, and I'm right. sure you could talk him down to four fifty. Oh, you could a right. buck a cc. Right, it'll always be a swayback horse, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you, be, yeah, you have yeah. fun on it, you yeah. know, for a little bit, yep. and then you yep. sell it to James. Or it's something a great like bike for vampires because you can't see yourself in the reflection when you're riding it. So you know that's a perfect bike for vampires. Yep. You can just enjoy the bike the way it is, and it's fine. It was Suzuki's answer to the Honda. Uh, CM four hundred, yeah, but and you cannot. They got your motor down there. For you can't un L and L. No, unfortunately, no. I think you can cut enough off. That I think you they could meant to say an L. No, luxury, you can't. and they did loser instead. Yep, <laughs> I, 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 I'm on websites yeah. dedicated to Suzuki GSs. Yeah, and L is like the yeah. it's, it's you can't fix that. It's the prior yeah. of yeah. all it's GSs. A it's a CM. Series. It's exactly what happens yeah. when some guy comes up and he goes, yeah, I got a KZ-1000. I'm like, I bet you it says LTD, LTD after you yeah. cut. Right. Yeah, how'd you know? Oh, that's the yeah. best. Craigslist is your like... your buckle got here for $4,500. $8,500. Yeah. <laughs> LTD. Everyone is an LTD. Yeah, of course Every it is. Oh, you know they're good. They got shaft drive. Yeah. No. Excellent. That doesn't make them better. <laughs> See, no. only weirdos like me like shaft drive on their 850 fucking motorcycle. You're right. Only weirdos like you. <laughs> I swear by shaft drive. Shaft drive yeah. works great. I have it on a ton of motorcycles, but don't come in leading with I got a KZ 1000. Yeah, no. And then finish it with 
LTD. Your your yeah. performance is dropped by 35%, yeah. but your reliability has gone up by 130%. Exactly. So it depends on what you want. That's mm -hmm. pretty much what it is. Right. KZ1000, though, is the calling card of I'm making bad decisions very quickly. Right. And also right. you're... Or probably on my way to jail. Or you're wasting seven hours of Phil's life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gone. That's it. So, uh, so Mr. Hoffer tells me when he looks at the bikes, well, you're going to have to sell your concourse and your uh, V7... And you're gonna have to sell your drifter. I would have, yeah, I would have said that you have to sell the concourse and the drifter because they're redundant now. The V7 is not redundant. Well, yeah, you're right. The V7 is not redundant. The V7 is not redundant. Bike. And you've joined the Moto Guzzi Club, so you might as well stick oh, with Moto Guzzi. Oh shit, Guzzi. that's true. Fuck yeah. You it's, could be at the. Moto you could Guzzi have an only Guzzi. Right yeah, you're right. That's happening this weekend. It is this weekend. Yeah. But you need your walker, and you're gonna have to strap it onto your new bike. No, all he needs is red <laughs> suspenders. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. It. Red suspenders, and you're in. I don't know right if here. you want a majority of Italian bikes, though, or Italian vehicles. That's no. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you that. And this is coming from a guy whose last name is Devito. Right? I was going to say. <laughs> well, no, this is coming from experience. I, right. At a point in my life, about six months ago, I had a majority of Italian yeah. vehicles, yeah. and it wasn't good. <laughs> it was not good. So, so, so Nick, can you be here an hour and a half? Well, let me look out in the driveway. Maybe not. <laughs> no way. So the comment that I got a couple of times from Harley Davidson people looking at the Moto Guzzi right. is. Well, where are you going to get it fixed? Right. And I thought to myself, I don't need to. Why, I won't yeah, have why to. is a Harley guy only thinking about <laughs> right. getting his Why is that the fixed? primary motivation anytime <laughs> I talk to anybody ever? Yeah. In my 20 years of doing business, I love that because my usual answer to people is, What kind of car do you drive? And they're like, We're going to Ford truck. I'm like, Great. When was the last time you had it at the dealer? Oh, dude, I'm going to the dealer. We're going to go to the dealer. They rip you off. We're the dealer. I was like, then you answered your own fucking question, pal. Look, Stealership. Right. The whole thing is these guys are talking out both sides of their mouth. On one side of the mouth, they're saying, oh, I would never take my truck or vehicle back to the motherfucker who sold it to me and ripped me off with F&I charges and a dick in my ass and everything else. And I left there bleeding. But then he's also saying, well, you can't own that because there's no dealership on the corner of your street. You can drive across America Harley dealer to Harley dealer and never run out of gas. Every, every 50 miles. Exactly. <laughs> it's a guaranteed coverage thing. I'm not saying Harley Davidsons are bad. I've owned a couple of them and I have one now. I have two now. But they're not bad motorcycles. They're absolutely not. But the faulty logic of the reason it's good is because there's a dealer everywhere is bullshit. That just means a non-stop supply of t-shirts and dog bowls. Well, there won't be that many dealerships in India anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And two Chris's left. Yes. Okay, we need to so, here, finish this on. first. Yeah. So, a brand new member of the podcast. Another a, a traveling, yeah, another a traveling ambassador. So, tell us who you are, where you're from, and why you're here. Uh, my name is Chris Allen, Chris Alenario. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I am from Jersey. Um, he will never own an Italian bike either. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Uh, the, the the Tuono uh, when I pay off my house is in my is in my uh, future. I think. Uh, good idea, bad idea. No, it's a bad idea. If you don't have a race team, a Tuono is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Uh, but it's a good idea if you have the money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you've got the money and you've got a race yep. team, I'm going to strongly recommend all the Aprilia motorcycles. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, am on a road trip uh, to the Midwest from New Jersey. Um, 
I just rolled over 3,000 miles earlier today. On this um, trip, right? Yep, on Good this job. trip. Um, well nice. done, well done. The bike is going to roll over 25,000 overall by the time I get home, so still fairly young. What um, bike? What bike? Is a completely wretched Kawasaki Vulcan 750. No, no, you have to give the vintage. Uh, 2001. Yep, it so, is. It's a 20-year-old uh, Kawasaki Vulcan 750. Yes. Yep. Uh, even if it was a newer one, the last time okay. they produced that was, I think, 14 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, honestly, great bike, minus uh, the fact that in my ownership of it, in, I think, twelve or 13,000 miles, somewhere around there, um, I've put in eight staters. <laughs> uh, so uh, little did I know when I bought the bike that that was going to be a regular maintenance hey, item. Do you carry an extra one with you? I have two. Oh, yes. Well uh, well on the bright side, if it was a 1500, you would have put in eight second gears. That's true. Yes. That's exactly right. Uh, uh, knock on wood, I, I have not needed either of the staters, uh, actually due to Phil's recommendation in... So I'm currently working my way through the old podcast. I'm about yeah. uh, two years in the past. You went to Rick's. You bought a Rick's stator. Rick's. Yes, I bought a Rick's. Uh, yeah. I had heard mixed things about them. There was an old company that used to make them. They were a little more reliable. No longer in business, but so I do have to they thank were you too for reliable. that. Reliable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, but um, yeah. Uh, on day two of my trip, actually, uh, I'm going to preface it with: I am perfectly fine. My feet hit the ground. Nothing else did other than the bike. Um, a guy turned out in front of me. Someone in the right lane was turning right. He didn't see me. I saw I was able to slow down, obviously, quite a bit, but I did get into my first collision. Um, oh. But as I said, uh, perfectly, I am perfectly fine. Not even a bruise on me. Are you a gear guy? Are you wearing gear? And yep. Stuff? Uh, yeah. Motorcycle jeans, uh, textile jacket, gloves, snow rated helmet. Yeah, he showed up. He was at Gat like a motherfucker. Yeah. Well done, well done. I... Yeah, thank you. Wow, he had DVD screens in his saddlebags pointing out at us. He did. Did you see that? He did. He had TV LCD panels. I think he was playing porn. And he had the, it was the 36-inch front-wheel donk. Yep. Yeah, that was interesting and loud and disgusting. I've never actually said I think he's got children chained up in his basement before. <laughs> <laughs> But I think we should follow him. Yeah, dresses like a clown too. <laughs> well, the bike, you know. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so you didn't kill yourself, and you what got you back know? on the bike. Yep, got back on the bike. Uh, bike was okay. Nothing damaged. Eh. Uh, <laughs> it's seen better days. Uh, Phil, Phil saw it earlier. I have I pictures did see like it earlier today. Later, it's. I wouldn't ride it. Yeah. <laughs> I I would not let anyone else ride it. Uh, I would but, even say that that yeah. bike not might not be safe at Mid Ohio. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like wow. I said, is the and most. That's a pretty high standard. What's wrong with it? Pretty yeah. high standard. What do you sell it? Yeah. Uh, what's wrong with it? So at this point, um, so the front forks are bent. Mm -hmm. You know, wow. normal riding position, yep. neutral. Yep. Um, I, this is exaggerated, but I'm riding yeah. like this. Yeah, uh, you're, for you're, those of you that can't yeah. see, it's a little my, bit flying superhero yes, pose. My yep. my right arm is pulled back yep. a little more towards me. My yep. left arm is so it's pulled forward. It's crabbing. It's, yeah. You know what the uh -huh. weird thing is? I watched you when you pulled out. The bike is going straight. Yes. So the bike is going straight. Mm -hmm. But the triples are tweaked in such a fashion yeah. that you're not going straight. Correct. But the bike also has a three inches shorter than factory wheelbase. Yeah. So. <laughs> However, you did that. It's kind of magic yeah. because your your fork, your both of your front forks are not bent the same amount. So the left fork is bent more than the right fork. 
I I don't know how bent the f- right one is. I know right. the left one the is left be- one is, left one is very looks like bent. a fucking banana. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no speed wobbles. <laughs> right. Um, the right one doesn't look as badly bent. There's a bend there, but the left one's really bad. But somehow, the damage or the twisting at the top of the triple clamp makes up for the the uh, asymmetrical forks. Hmm. Wow. And somehow, I don't know, but I watched you pull out and magic. the thing tracks straight. Yes. You Isn't nature maybe, beautiful? Absolute magic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got to do is loosen up your triple trees. No, I actually <laughs> think... Spin the works around the other I way think if and I touch, gain some wheel length. You know, like I, the kids, when we were little kids and we'd take our banana frame bikes, we'd take our bikes with the banana seats and we just take forks and weld them to each other yeah. <laughs> until we had a chopper. <laughs> and then you can, you can adjust your, your alignment by just... <laughs> Cambering the forks, whichever yes. way it works the best. I was uh, thinking at first when I saw it, I was like, okay, well, we do the thing at the shop where if somebody's had a minor collision, we loosen the triples, right. let the bike find its natural center, right. and then tighten everything down again. Right. Minor incident. But then I was thinking with your bike, if we did that, no, that would be the worst thing. I, th- I thought so too. <laughs> yeah. I was at first thinking, I want to get it checked out. The ride from Illinois to Madison, Wisconsin mm-hmm. was. Very obviously, very nerve wracking. Yes. Um, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I tested no speed wobbles. Um, right. So that you know, that's what I was uh, concerned about. But mm-hmm. I decided if it made it there, it made it up to Fargo, North Dakota. Right. If it made it that far, and at this point, it's been twenty one hundred ish miles since right. then. Uh, if it's, I mean, it's broken. But if it's not broken, don't fix it. Uh, so. <laughs> if it's not, so it's starting Uber, to send yeah. wind for you. Yes, yes. I can. I almost don't want to get it fixed. I so, was going to say, but here's the problem: what do we have for I do, to drive home tonight, Johnny? I do really believe that if he were to grab a fistful of front brake, the bike would instantly 180. Like I really believe that if everything on that bike compressed at one time, it would be like trying to straighten out a banana. No, Something so would the crack. Rake is done. I mean, his rake is like yeah, like have, zero. Yeah. I have yeah. a couple photos. Yeah. I think I got a picture of the. I'll, get, I'll show you guys possibly after. So we don't need to get out the tape measure to see the. No, you don't. Janky. No, uh, you do. I, I may even stop back by tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and you know, if if anyone is around, you know, you yeah. can. Well, the funniest thing is that his tire wear, which is excessive, his tire <laughs> yes. wear. I'm um, also running. A, he's running the dr- smoothest, yeah. the yeah. smoothest shinkos I've ever seen in my life. In fact, in, I would say that in most of the states, we would have to call them slicks mm. for off-road yes. use only at this point. They're competition tires. But you, I, they I are have... burned evenly. They are the wow. fucking most evenly worn tires. Edge to edge. Edge, yeah. like beautifully worn. No cupping. No, no cupping anything. at all. Wow. Uh, all right. And I do, the only reason I didn't get a tire change yeah. is uh, I did order a spare set of tires before the trip. Decided to kind of be an idiot and... We'll just run what I got. Yeah, right. and and I I'm stick. I mean, with the so how many is, miles do you have on the Shinkos that are on there right now? Uh, I would have to check the exact amounts on my maintenance spreadsheet. Yeah. But I want to say, I want to say between twelve to fourteen thousand ish. So wow. these, so these, <laughs> yeah, these Shinkos. That's how you start oh, a fucking trip. They owe me nothing. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> You know, it's crazy. You you see people all the time who have bald tires. You start a 3,000-mile trip with 12,000 miles on your Shinkos. It was not in the middle anyway. To be, to be so. fair, it was, it was 9,000 at the beginning, and yeah. I said, right. if I still have treads in Fargo, right. I'm going to make it. Yeah. So he has the saddlebags on the back of his bike, he's got two little saddlebags in the front for his balls. You know, I, I, I see people on the road all the time that have bald tires, and I never expect them to say the words, 
maintenance spreadsheet. Yes. <laughs> yet, and, and he ordered oh, them. Though. That's the thing. He's like, yeah, I need tires. And then he's Man. like, nah, I'm going to leave for, uh, for a it, trip. Right, it was, exactly. It, I mean, like, I love, I love the fact that dudes are like, I will spend $3,700 for my bald head, right. but I won't even spend $300 on my bald tires. On my bald tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know the way I am. Yeah. I change my tires if there's yeah. one hair. When you can see that wear has happened. Oh, please. Your Africa Twin, is, your back tire is flat. It's, no, it isn't. It's, there's a flat <laughs> spot on your Africa well, Twin. Well, no. It's, well, I'm, I'm going to change that, but okay. I mean, it's not... Ask Phil how many tires I've changed. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a tire changing fool. But right. he's got tires he ordered. He never picked up. He oh. just likes having tires on standby. <laughs> yeah. hey, that's kind of what I'm getting. I've at, uh, at this point when his tire when I was checking out his tire, it was funny because it's worn perfectly evenly. Like the tire is the example of a worn tire. Wow. All right. But it's also a Shinko, which a lot of people shit on Shinkos. I love Shinkos. But the that wear, is the only tire I'll put on that. The wear on it is perfectly it. even, yeah. and it's a grand. It's a touring, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tourmaster, Tourmaster the, right? the 230s. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a Tourmaster. I was considering switching it up, but... The tire wear on that this, thing is uh, brilliant. So air pressure is obviously right, but here's the wacky thing. He's so deep into the tread wear indicators, it's actually got... What tread wear indicators? Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there Alrighty. we go. You know, working on some motors? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Well, at what point does the tread wear indicator become, become part traction. of the tread? That's yeah, what right. it is. His tread wear indicator just gave him sidestepping. Yeah. Yeah. There's That's no it. tires now. That's exactly it. Yeah. It will get changed before I ride anywhere it else after so our ride. Funny. So we were today we were looking at it and we were like doing the math from here to Jersey. So we're like, okay, here to Jersey is probably 500 miles. Right. I think uh, I think it's like three or 400 yeah. to my house. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. if I if I see an, if I see a single and I check every single time I stop. Well, and I we looked aware. at him. We yeah. were like, he's going to make it. He's going to be fine. If I see a belt. Because uh, we've I'm seen tires on place. cords go yeah. 300 miles. Right. Yeah. Right. right. But what people have to understand is when you can see a cord, when you can see. Then it's more fun cords. to slide and do burnouts. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. just saying. When you can see cords, <laughs> you can penetrate that thing with a stick. Yeah. Like you can. A twig can penetrate that tire. Yeah. And, a pebble. Right. And, you know. His tire is that kind of like evenly worn, but I'm going to say we did kind of, James and I had a chat about it. We were like, how far would you ride that tire? Like, I wouldn't have ridden it here. Uh, right. <laughs> and I was like, that tire, the way it looks right now, I'll bet you I could get a thousand miles out of it. Oh, wow. Well, but then, yeah, and but realistically, then we're like, okay, but a thousand miles at 75 miles an hour. On a smooth road, right. road. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the trick. You're like, oh, hot tires burn down faster than cold tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I have taken that into consideration. Yeah. So sometimes when I think about it on the road, I and you've had a little bit of oil down. consumption. So you said you yep. had how many uh, quarts? Uh, so far, two, and I'm still right near high. Right. So I'm yeah. good. I have another quart with me, so, yeah, uh, so that'll make it. You're yeah. fine. So you're tank. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually a two-stroke now, yeah. Chris. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take the we're gonna take the ten W forty away from you and just give you some clots. No <laughs> more oil changes yeah. though. So. When I had um, yeah, oh, I, I'm borderline at an oil change at this point with yeah. with just oil that yeah, I you're put fine. in. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, so when it when I first noticed it, the uh, the oil light was on uh, when I started the bike in the morning. Right, but maybe oh, just needs to warm up a little bit right. but i you know kept the revs up a little bit so it yep. the oil light went off to keep pressure up and 
<laughs> if, if Who needs a dipstick? I got an oil light. <laughs> if my oil light was on, I'd shit myself. Yes, you would. Right. <laughs> if my oil light was on, I would not keep revs up. No, no. I'd do you the keep opposite. it up. You keep it up until you know what? If you leave it on, the oil light goes out. Science. science. You, 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 you science. Keep science. You can't argue that. It's obviously working. If I don't have enough oil, I want more pressure. Right. I was going to make it to the nearest auto parts store, but. Thank you, John. When I realized I need to keep it at 6,000 oh, RPM. Whoa. Yeah. That is a big really, ask for a V-Twin 750. Yeah. Really not good. I think it redlines at 8,500 8, or so, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, so the barrier clearances are now like Harley-esque. Yes. Uh, so I just got to the nearest gas station and you I just said, got called by Harley's lawyer. I would, yeah. I would put fucking cooking oil in this right yeah. now just to, so I can get Honestly, it to the nearest place. Anything that's viscous. <laughs> I want to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be fine. Uh, hey, yeah. I, I think it's a, I think it's a very good motor. Uh, so yeah, what, so. what is your investment in this bike? Yeah. What did the bike cost you? I purchased it for uh, two years ago with about 11,000 miles for $1,300. Holy wow. Yeah. And oh, you're doing you're touring on this I, yeah. yes and i actually about two years ago you guys probably have forgotten this uh somebody had emailed in about wanting a uh touring bike yeah. and their their budget was a thousand whole dollars a one thousand dollar budget and this, hairs. this yeah. was actually and i listened to this on the trip uh this was um and this was actually one of the bikes that you had right. mentioned. So yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's good. I'm on a we have a lot of love for that good. bike. Yeah. I mean, that's as mechanics. We had to mention a GL500 interstate. Yeah, well, that course, had yeah. to be mentioned, too. <laughs> of course. Those, yeah, you did. The you trick was people pay too much money for those. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Whereas a Kawasaki Vulcan 750. That guy's hat. Look at that guy's hat. That's a hard it's hat. fucking amazing. Okay. He's, got a, he's got a pith helmet on. Yeah. I see him all the... I, I've been tempted many times to buy another one because I will... You don't adjust the belts. No. I, the, oh, for a second, I was. I thought you were talking about the helmet. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. That too. Uh, um, but yeah. Uh, also, if if you guys are interested, I could go through uh, my entire little bike history that I have. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Quite a few. So Absolutely. Wait, let's You're go guest. back. Let's I, I don't want to take over everything. No, so no, you can. So uh, let's go back and give us your name and how you found the podcast and why you're here. Okay. Uh, so my name is Chris Alenario. I know it's a, a handful. Um, Found the beautiful name. Thank you. Uh, It's terrible because I have to spell it every time I am on the phone, but it's great (laughs) because if you look me up... uh, Well, spell it so when I'm editing this, I can add your name properly. Fair enough. It is A-L-L-U-N is in November, A-R-I-O. Okay, excellent. uh, If you do a Google search of that, it's someone in my family. There's no one else. Or uh, a bed and breakfast somewhere in Italy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, down the podcast uh, just because I g- got very into bikes uh, a little over two years ago um, and, you know, wanted to learn more. I heard that this one was, uh, you know, a very good podcast and specifically because uh, most of you guys are mechanics and work on stuff. Um, and, you're, you know, every time I hear tech tip, my, my ears light up. I'm like, yes. Did we watch the same podcast? Yeah. <laughs> right. the same podcast? <laughs> you just watched the same podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like whiskey oh, and booze, right. so yes. I just I I have know. Chase is just I like, I'm just there for the cocktails. Uh, right, right, right. We right. right. appreciate it. Tech tip, if you consume two quarts of oil every 3,000 miles, you never have to change your oil. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> only when you change the filter, I guess. And you're good to go, baby. <laughs> All I have to say about that is truth. 
Yeah. <laughs> Church motherfucker. Uh, I think I've yeah. seen like three of these guys fall asleep at some point in time. Like, him, him, and him. No, and him. These yeah. three right there. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. That I remember right when there. Phil had to call me on a Zoom cast. I did. <laughs> I called him to wake him up on no, a Zoom the cast. Best, the best thing ever was when Hofford fell off the fucking oh, thing oh, and just geez. died. And we were like, we we're all texting each other like, I think Hoff's I dead. Yeah. He might be dead. Do, do we end or keep going? It's like, yeah, we keep going. Yeah, we keep going. We keep going. That was a unique night. <laughs> that was a unique night. <laughs> that was uh, a lot of bourbon. Okay, a lot, okay. lot of something else. Yeah, something right. Else. You were hitting the rope, dude. Yeah, right on. All right, so, all right. So you're watching the podcast. You're listening to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, and... So, um, so, I've worked as a contractor for my uh, for my job for the last two and a half years, and a guy just switched apartments, and they opened up uh, interviews. So I actually just interviewed for that last week. On this trip, I actually got the offer. So I have three weeks of vacation that I have to burn up yeah. uh, before I start the new. I literally applied for my job just somebody else is paying me, and I'm now you know not like a almost an outside. Not an outsider, you know what I mean, but like I'm now like part of the company I have been working for. You're um, on the books. Yes, exactly. So you and you get three weeks of fucking yes. contract with them before. Yeah. And now you're just doing your work wow. for the company. Yeah. You see that? Literally, there was an no, old yeah, triumph nothing different chopper about what driven I do. by yeah. probably a 25 year old. I need to learn. Um, yeah. I need to learn. The only difference is the guy that left, uh, he did the HVAC design work stuff uh, for my department. I, uh, I, I'm an electrical engineer, so I need to just learn that. That's not too bad. Yeah, and they're going to pay for it, which is nice. I, I'm going to get more skills and experience. So I'm, I'm sorry, who, who did you say? What agency? Uh, it's uh, it's uh, BAE Systems. is a big defense contractor. Oh, shit. So, yeah. yeah. Very good company. I'm very happy there, obviously, because I am well, leaving as a contractor to work directly for them. I so, feel like uh, they're really lucky to have you. Yeah. I, I Thank you. I, I, hope, I hope they... I hope they. I hope you don't disappoint them. Me. Uh, me, <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, uh, and you get to have this yes. trip because yeah, that would reflect badly on the podcast. We expect you to put your best foot forward. <laughs> of right. course, no shortage right. on electrical that. engineers, yeah. mechanical engineers, and otherwise people that should know better. Yeah, and yeah. right. embark upon crazy, ridiculous, dumb journeys. Right. On completely inappropriate vehicles. Right. And be like. I'm living my best life. That's right. the other thing I right. loved about this podcast. Right. Every time I hear about you guys taking like a 150 cc scooter uh, further than stupid. one is expected yeah. to, yeah. to go. Oh, we and, do that a lot. Kelvin Coolidge said, "Educated derelict." Educated derelict. So yeah, uh, I wanted to visit a lot of states. Anybody can be an adventure bike if you make bad decisions. So, what is your total mileage of your trip, and where you where have you come from? Obviously, we know where you come from, but where have you gone, and what's the whole thing? So, I wanted to visit states I'd never been to, as well as prove that North Dakota actually exists. Right, (laughs) sure. That's that's fair. Yeah, Uh, I can verify it does. By the way, do you know that North Dakota has? I'm going to get this wrong, but there is a state that has absolutely no Tesla chargers in it. Oh. And I think it might be North Dakota. Or Wyoming. I, would not be surprised. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Wyoming. Yeah. That's, I, I will, I'll have some more data on that shortly. But yeah. Uh, I was Chase is like writing this shit down. He's like, I'm to see a Tesla charging, like a bunch of Tesla charging stations in some location I was in. But um, 
So I started um, in northern New Jersey. Actually, uh, this would have been a little more insane, but um, I was supposed to go visit one of my friends who lives in um, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, um, the Saturday that I I started uh, last Friday. I was supposed to visit him on Saturday, so what I'd considered doing is I have every other Friday off through work, which is why I, I made a joke to my boss. I can never leave that job. I have a three-day weekend every other week. Yep. I was like, somebody up, uh, you know, somebody up top decided that because they know that somebody will look at that and say, ah, I can't leave. I don't care what they do. Yep. But um, I was considering actually taking my one of my other bikes to a, my first track day on Friday, riding it two hours down, track day, two hours back, three hours the next morning to Harrisburg uh, on the on the Vulcan, and then you know starting this trip. Basically, starting with a you know an exhausting track day. I'm glad I didn't do that. That would have made been what, even worse. What bike would have you you have used on the track day? Uh, I have a 2013 ZX6R. Gotcha. So, oh, all right. Um, oh, but, other other question. What part what, of Northern New Jersey? Uh, near Wayne. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's um. My buddy lives in Maplewood. In, in Morris County. Uh, okay. if you're familiar. I'm, I'm not super. Okay. I, I used to go out to New York City every two weeks. To, but it takes me about uh the fastest I made it to the tunnel is about 35 minutes, gotcha. and that, that means I think it's like 20 miles. But yeah, don't traffic. let Nick. He's a huge heroin addict, and, and <laughs> his dealer was in New Jersey. Oh, right? okay. he used right. to drive. Right. He's also neighbor, an electrical though. engineer, yeah. so oh, okay. yeah, yeah, you'll have that. Yeah, so just that. on a side note, it was funny to watch that Harley Davidson pull up to the light, and I was watching the LEDs on the board there. And all of a sudden, it went from the normal event, and then it started going. I'm like, oh, so look, it's a low speed tachometer right, for that. Yeah, low speed tach, yeah. Um, and then, did I, did I miss any questions that you just asked? I can't nope. remember. Not yeah. 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 What target. was your first right. motorcycle? Your motor, all your Ooh, motorcycles. Yeah. First motorcycle. Um, and you guys may disagree with me, but I am going to say, in my opinion, at least of the ones I've ridden, and I can't imagine liking anything more, a. Uh, CBR 600 F4i. Yeah. Oh, great bike. Great bike. They're great, they're, bike. They're great bikes. That. Fuel injected, for fuck's sake. That was, was your first bike? That was my first bike. Wow. Okay. Not the best one to start on, I know. Yeah, no, a terrible bike to start on. I, but I, I knew what I was getting into. I mean, yeah. I, was, I was 27. Yep. Um, so I kind of, if I had started on that at 20, right. I would not be here today. Uh, <laughs> be in a hospital bed somewhere. Um, That's a lot of bike for the amount of money that you would pay for. Uh, But it's a Honda. I got it for three grand in the peak of the season, which I think was a pretty good deal. But uh, the the fun thing is that is the most money I have spent on a single motorcycle. Wow. Okay. Um, So that was my first one. Uh, When I was learning, I just kept the RPMs low because it doesn't create. No, they're not scary if you don't make RPMs. Yeah. If you Um, keep the RPMs low, they're just a. But they're a good bike. They're just a solid bike, man. Yeah, and there's a guy out there that has, I think, 325,000 miles on it. I don't doubt it. Original motor, original clutch. Wow. Yeah. Man. It's a Honda, man. It's incredible. So uh, that bike is not leaving my garage unless something bad happens There's a big thing in the world that says, like, Hondas, they're great, but they tend to be boring. No. Somebody's going to have to get one. pregnant yeah. before that thing get, leaves your garage. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> That would have to be a couple times. You're going to have to right? sell that bike to buy diapers. That's going to be yeah. the only way that bike leaves. Yeah. 
Chase, what was your first bike? Was your first bike the KTM? The, the KTM 390 Duke, yeah. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And that's another one. You're like, that's another really good, that's an, a legit first bike. I did, mm -hmm. I oh, did wait, months. Wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> Happy story, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what year is your 390? Uh, it was a 2019. 19, yeah. Okay. Very new. Yep. Very recent. It's a brand yeah, new yeah, fucking yeah. bike. Yeah. I, I did a ton of research. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of people said don't be scared to get a 500, 600. Right. Um, I I test rode a Grom. I, that thing sucked. I hated it. Um, <laughs> they have their place. Uh, they, they, they do. A good they do. Bike. It just it wasn't. Nice kind you live of, on a small island. Yeah, it, yeah. It wasn't the type of bike that I wanted to drive to work every day, you know, and, and learn how to ride on. No, of course. My, my brother and his friends have them to do wheelies in parking lots, and, you know, they put sliders and stuff on them, and, you know. Or you um, can be old and fat and just ride them to podcasts. And, right. There, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, but, yeah, I, I just I did a ton of research. They I think you did. I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Starting to get grumpy. Uh, and 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 for the the amount of money I I paid for it, I thought it looked badass. Yeah, it's I a beautiful bike. It's great. It bike. looks so cool. It's so a, that's really that's bike. just like the one that you have in the showroom. It's the facelifted model. That, well, that's that was it. It's right. Gone right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, gotcha. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the one because I had a 2018 model that came in just prior to his. That I had sold twice. Yeah. So I sold it to a gentleman who <laughs> was needed... that the one that we test drove. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. No, the one that no. sounded like a, a no. That was a box a of rocks 2015. Okay. So that was the 2015. That was the one that overheated. That we had. That, that yeah. somehow 4,700 pounds of guys riding it as hard as they could <laughs> in 21 minutes made it overheat. Yeah. Right. Go figure. Well, the the Yamaha whatever didn't the overheat. Didn't overheat. The, the right. Honda exactly. 300 the Honda didn't, didn't overheat. overheat. Right. That's the... it. But the but. As soon as everybody got, including Johnny Chrome and Johnny Knucklefresh, right. when they got on, um, as soon as they got on the Duke, you could see what they all did. They were all like, <laughs> game on. Yeah. We're going to wheelie this thing. Duke, I, it was already overheating on my, yeah. uh, you got to take the I'm Duke. Not, I, don't, I don't want it to blow up on me. No. I don't want the hot potato. That was it. It was a game of hot potato because I know that Johnny Chrome took it out there. I saw him trying to wheelie it in the parking lot and asking, <laughs> oh, asking, a KTM Duke to wheelie Johnny Chrome right. is not really good. Yeah. You He's need to have a, a much longer guy. lever. Yeah. Yeah. A much to be, longer lever. To be fair, yeah. to the, be Honda, the Honda was not going to wheelie. <laughs> no. Even the Omaha Twin no. was not going to well, wheelie. Especially <laughs> when the rider is the same weight or more As than the, the motorcycle. Exactly. Yeah, so that's yeah. a usually physics a, comes yeah, into the play yeah, yeah. here. The Spade was a way better bike. The spade. The oh, I spade. forgot about the spade. The spade the was spade. also in that. Yeah. That's the yes. bullet that, that Steve, Steve Sleepy Cinch dodged. Uh, dude, yeah. I wanted that bike he so wanted the bad spade so hard. until you got the TNT until 135. The TNT that then it. I was like, fuck, who's, what spade? Yeah. Who spade? I don't know. But I have a thousand miles on the TNT yeah. and I love the bike still. It's, so, yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a really good bike. Yeah. Have you met the Benelli 302? No, that's next. I have that's to get that. I was going to say, uh, yeah. That's what I was, yeah. When he was talking about, you know, the 390 Duke. No, he's got a fucking been, SRS for fuck's sake. I know, but you know, always need another bike. Yeah, that's true. So, so Chris, do any of your and buddies listen one. to the podcast in uh, Jersey? Not to my knowledge, but I'm sure I'll find out. Oh, yeah, you'll find out. What are you doing that for Christ's sake? Right. Keep going. <laughs> say something controversial. You'll find so you, out real so, fast. So you found the podcast how? Uh, looking online for something to listen to because, you know, I, I like to ride a lot. I 
typically ride alone. Um, he typed in drinking podcast. We were yeah. the first one that came <laughs> right, up. Right. <laughs> Maybe he fell for that weird number one rated podcast. Number one rated podcast. I may have drinking and falling asleep yeah. at home. And, yeah. and you know what? Cheap motorcycle Here I, am, I, I don't regret a thing. Uh, the, the motorcycle nice. men are in New Jersey. Yeah, that's true. I haven't even heard of that one, to be honest. Yeah, shout out to Ted. I yeah, there you go. Ted. Ted's yep. cool. Ted, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll stop by there. Do you know what town? And what? Do they have what a exit? shop as well? Yeah, what exit? No, they don't, yeah. I don't think they have a shop. The guy's okay. a, uh, in a band. Okay. With okay. his brothers. So, I mean, he's pretty cool. Oh, I, I live fairly close to Caldwell. So, And one hour and 20 minutes in to his left. Uh, sleeping, <laughs> and I almost killed myself about so, thirty-seven oh, okay. times on the way here. Again, we we talked about you normally show up to the podcast on a TNT one thirty-five, right? Or maybe a, a Piaggio scooter, or a buddy, or maybe a buddy scooter, or an, a nineteen eighties Suzuki, or an eighties Suzuki, right? What happened? Um, so my 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 super tenry was very sad and yeah. lonely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went to start it, and it was like, blah, 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 oh, all blah, the electrons blah. had gotten old and, and tired, and they were like, "You yeah. suck." And I was like, "Oh, okay, oh, I'll ride you tonight." <laughs> right. And then I forgot that it has just a to, lot of just horsepower, to warm, just to warm the battery back up yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. And I forgot about all the horsepower and torque and non and like twelve hundred modern CCs, yeah. modern yeah. bike. Yeah. 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 And so. Today, apparently, fuel injectors, plural. Everybody <laughs> was out driving thirty. Yes, they were everywhere. Well, and that, and as we're hearing on the podcast, everybody's out today. Friday everybody's evening, everybody's out. It's right. a beautiful night. Yeah. So I did a lot of things that you shouldn't do. Okay. And I did a lot of uh, uh, near misses and a lot of like 130 and 120 and 35s. Oh shit! <laughs> Jesus and Christ! It what? was. <laughs> it was. It was, I, I decided that I should probably take it easy on the way home because I had forgot, like, you know, like on the other bike. You were angry fucking your I motorcycle. Was, I was, and it was bad. You were hate fucking your bike tonight. But the bike took it all, and, it, and I love that motorcycle, and yeah. I won't get rid of it, and it's a good bike. All of a sudden, you had three times as much throttle. Yeah, no, exactly. And I'm still trying to figure out the jetting on that 850, the blue one. Yeah. You still so, haven't ridden the Africa Twin. No, I haven't. Just, and you need just to find ridden. out what jets it had. Stop. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to do that soon. No, we still right. got the old gas, and he's got to get through one gas tank. No, it's no, a, I'm down. It's I'm, garbage gas. No, I'm down to 92. I'm down to 92 octane on the blue one, and it's still breaking Dude, up. Dude, put high 87 up. in. You want regular. Good question. Good you want question. regular. Can you put the orange carbs on the blue bike? But I should I should probably see what jets are. No, but the dude gave me a whole jet kit. I just need to know what jet to put in the fucking thing. Well, stop yanking my wacky and get those things apart. Quit quit trying to be the modern fucking goddamn Picasso. I mean, not Picasso. I'm still painting shit. Yeah, you are painting shit. Still sucking your thumb. He is painting. He's painting himself into a fucking corner. Everything has turned out great. Yeah. But I decided that the gas tank was not good enough. Oh boy, uh, here we go. In what way? In what way? Because there was a couple of like, if you looked, if you were like being like really anal retentive, you could see a streak in the Japanese top of the motorcycle. Fucking, you could see the streak in the the, the yeah, metal mass produced, mass produced, yeah. right? Whatever. So I decided that I needed to fix that. So I sanded it down and I tried it's to all blend it's in. All good. Oh, I tried boy. to blend in. The, the metal um, yeah. 
thing, yeah. and it didn't work. Not yeah. once well, you have some clear on it. So then I DA'd the whole thing and took it way off. down to metal okay. and re oh, reprimed oh. it oh. and repainted it, oh. and now it's not cooperating. Fucking giggle loop, man. So I have, I have the fairing yeah. and the side fairings yeah. and the back and it's all painted and perfect. You're satisfied with all those items? All those items. Except for the tank. The tank is not my friend. It's the only thing that counts. And so I'm right. fighting this tank. Right. And so tomorrow morning I'm getting up at eight <laughs> and I am resetting. No, you're not getting up at eight. Don't make that Holy shit. Don't. On a Saturday. And I'm going to prime it and let it dry for three hours. That's and I'm going to fucking sand that with 800 and then 1200 and then 1800. Uh, and then, then I'm going to shoot color. And then 2400. And then I'm going to shoot clear on it. That's you tomorrow. know what? I have never, ever created a single paint job I liked or I was happy <laughs> with. They were all just band-aids over a fucking bad decision of a crash. Yeah, uh, right? yeah, Every yeah. time I've ever painted any motorcycle, it was always like, well, it's better than road rash. But the it's best part like, that would have been good if I just said, oh, I should have stopped before. Well, I got here's, that. The, here's the thing, though, is you will you will always off. see every mistake that you made, whereas everybody else will yeah. think it's beautiful. No, I know. Or, I, or everybody else will say, did you paint that yourself? <laughs> yeah, right. right. Okay, so, so sleepy. I had a 59 BMW. And Kevin Moore, I, Kevin Moore right. and I worked together. Of, the king of. Here we go. And I yeah. asked him, can you please just show me some tips on painting? Right. Because. Right. He is God to yeah. me. I mean, the guy's awesome. And he really was patient with me, and he showed me how to do all the stuff. Yeah. So he was helping me, and we were painting my, my fenders and my tank. So we got down to, like, the third coat of clear coat. Right. The bracket the holding the airline in the shop broke. <gasps> the th- the uh, airline hit the floor. Yeah. And... Sprayed sand into the oh wet clear into coat. the wet clear like, coat. I mean, it, the dust from the floor kicked up and sprayed into the clear oh coat. Oh my Jesus! You know what I did? Huh. Fuck it! I rode the bike with it in there. I don't give a shit. I want to ride the bike. I don't want to fucking jack off for like years. That's a story. I love painting shit. Like I would love to be a professional. I like riding shit. I do too. I do too. But I couldn't live with this fucking thing like it is. But here's the thing. So, you know, just kick the side of that fucking tank in with your foot. Uh, no, but here's, no, the, thing. here's the thing. Don't do that. Here's the <laughs> thing. I got enough clear. So all the, every part except for the gas tank is perfect, right? So I'm going to no, do the gas perfect. tank. But then if, if, if I want to, I can wet sand them all and then shoot another layer right. of clear to flow coat it and make it super You're dope. using that, that aerosol 2K clear, right? Yes. That yeah. stuff is, is expensive. I feel like I, oh, point, I, I should rag roll So, it. listen, wait. Here's the best part. Well, that's what I use on the Bandit before it all started bubbling up. Oh. Oh. Here, here, here's the best part. So, well, I called the dude many mon- moons ago and yeah. said, how much for a professional one color with right. graphics paint? And he right. was like 1200 bucks. I was like, oh, that's too much. That's too much money. Right. I'm at $640 of paint and time Here, and about 22,000 hours of right, sanding. Right. Let, me, let me rephrase that to you. In cost alone, you're halfway there. In yeah, right. hours, you're now way beyond. Now your labor's worth four cents right. a minute. Oh, no. Right. Now, yeah. now it's become, when I get home from work, my wife doesn't talk to me, and I fuck, and I'm shaking, and I'm like, I have an hour and a half before the sun goes down. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm sanding this motherfucker, and I'm painting it tomorrow. Wow. And she's oh, like, okay, please, like, at least feed the cats. And I'm like, I'll get to that. Here's the reason <laughs> you're the reason that Kmart won't sell spray paint until yes. people less no, than 18 I, I, years I, I, old. Dude, <laughs> and, and I know this for a fact because every time I go to buy 
all the shit except for the 2K, which I have to have shipped right. in because nobody sells it. Right. I get carded for fucking yep. primer and <laughs> yep. paint and whatever I'm else. I'll tell you how I paint a motorcycle after I've crashed it. Yes. So this is the way I do it. I uh, I take the thing, I fill it with water, and I put it in the deep freeze to get the big dents out. Right, right. Because water oh, yeah, expands yeah. Yeah, and the yeah, dents yeah, pop yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So I get the most of the dents put out. Now, maybe my three-gallon tank is now a three-and-a-half-gallon tank, because water's funny that way when <laughs> right, it freezes. Right, right, right. I might have a long-range tank now. Uh, well, because tanks are... Upgrades. Well, tanks are also shaped like a yeah, C, so they, they, they become... They just get bigger the whole yeah, way. They yeah. get bigger the whole way. But now that most of the big dents are out. Right. And then if I have anything that's got an edge on it, I get the Bondo out, hit it real hard. Mm-hmm. I don't use anything to sand with that doesn't have air or electricity going into it. I like to cover a lot of ground real fast. Right. So I do that, <laughs> and then I get that. Uh, I get the Bondo over the whole thing and get it nice and nice and, and gooped down there. Right. And then I sand it real good one time, and then I get some <laughs> high build primer and kind of hang the thing in the garage with uh, you know them uh, coat hangers. Mm-hmm. And I hang it. I wet the garage floor down and hope the birds did a good job eating all the bugs. Right. And then I go after it. Right. And I think that a good heavy coat's better than 16 light coats. That's what they say. So I do that one big heavy coat and kind of keep it moving so it doesn't sag too much. Right. Right. And I might have to stick it with a broom handle or something to keep the sag. If I see a sag happen, I may have to hit it with the broom handle and get the sag going the other way. Right. If you move it really well, fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's well, I thought the, if you just keep it spinning, it can't sag. Here's right? the here's the problem. Well, if it's thick with, enough, it's all, all a sag. So, it right. but now I'm going to move on to the next phase because next phase is the most important phase. Okay, go have a meal. Yeah, because right. that's all it takes for primer to dry. Yeah, just, just leave. Get a just leave. get a meal. Right. I'm mean, talking about curing for a day is full of shit. It's primer. So you go back after it. Now you go back after it. Now on your right hand you put your color. In your left hand you put your clear. <laughs> And what you'll find is you get completely adequate results. If you lay your color down, you're clear right on top of it real quick. You come at it real fierce-like. And if you get it real fierce-like and get the color laid on fast, and as soon as you have 100% coverage, 80% will do in the color, then you go after it with the clear. And I find that when you put those two things right on top of each other, it's like a candy apple. It looks great. It's perfect. (laughs) Well, let me tell you. And then when you're done... Well, throw it in the garbage. You go <laughs> no, yeah, right. When you buy a new tank for two hundred yeah. bucks. Well, yeah. let, let, me, <laughs> let me break it down how this works. Oh boy! So you finish. Oh, you you yeah, sand it down. You prime it. Well, you paint it, and it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. And then you put yeah. graphics on it, and then yeah. you clear it. Yeah. And any normal human being would be like, "Wow, I did a fucking good job." Go home. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. But I stood back and looked at the top of it and said, "I see a streak of metallic in the top a of the fucking here's thing." The, here's the problem, Steve. You're a motorcycle enthusiast. Yes. Do you own tank bags? I do. Do you yeah. know where tank bags go? Well, let me let me <laughs> let, let me fill this yeah, in. Let me fill this in. A streak of metallic. So I said, you know what? I can blend this. I can totally blend this. <laughs> I'm Even though I shot clear, I'm just gonna walk so some metal I, in I, there. I, I no, I sanded the top and mm-hmm. I painted it and I tried to clear it and then I was like, wow, that looks horrible. So <laughs> you, know, you sanded decided, just the top. Then I decided, you know what? We need to sand this all the way down and start over. Right. So uh, I sanded there. it all down. <laughs> Jesus and then I sprayed I sprayed my uh, primer. OCD? Steve, and it's then done. guess what happened? Uh, as soon shot. as I broke through whatever the asshole yeah. that painted it originally oh, did, no. now nothing sticks to no, the fucking tank. Just, there's nothing. nine chemicals involved. Yeah. So there's nine chemicals yeah. in, the, in the stack. <laughs> so yesterday... When you don't have that problem. You do color in the right hand and clear no, the left. No, no. The metal in your chemicals. tank's 32 gauge now. <laughs> right. So yesterday when you said we're not doing the podcast... Right. I spent three hours sanding this fucking oh tank down and then repriming it, and now it's been drying for 24 hours. So tomorrow, so this guy, 
I get to wet sand. Well done. Well done. That isn't a motorcycle, I might add. No, no. Like, that was... Seriously, that that charging system on that Harley right now is the hardest working man in show business. Well, no, it's it it's constant lost. It's, he's <laughs> draining the battery. When he stops at a light, right. it's like Chris's oil pressure. Well, right. the headlights, Tim. <laughs> But tomorrow, tomorrow I get to I get to sand the primer. Yeah, and then hopefully spray. A Did you just say you get to you sand, get to sand yeah, the get primer? To. Wow, good yeah. for you. So Is that get, can be before yay, or after the divorce. Yes. No, my wife has been like, you never need to paint anything no, ever no. again. Do you get ever. to wear the ball gag too? Yes, I do. Yeah. I'm gonna call that oh, like Sisyphus. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, so You're yeah, fucked. Steve, sleepy. Uh, that's it. We're, we've there done the whole. Re- it took us. All this right, is and a to his left. It's an hour and twenty minutes. An hour and twenty minutes. And, and to, to my left, left is our humble narrator, Unky Phil Waters. There you go. Um, and so today, I had the pleasure um, of welcoming another bike into the stable. You guys know yeah, that I bought the me. seventy-five BMW the other day, yep. and, and yep. we all talked about that. But today, a gentleman, uh, a podcast listener. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania-ish, decided that he couldn't wait for me to deliver his bike when I get back from this ridiculous trip I'm doing over the course of the next two weeks. He was just saying, fuck it, I'm going to come to Cleveland and pick my Vespa on my Suzuki. What? What? So the dude bought a Vespa, and uh, he's, you know, he's no stranger to scooters and stuff, you know, but he showed up to, this is for you, uh... You said Pittsburgh-ish. Yeah. Let me guess. Yeah. Newcastle, Pennsylvania. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, when he, I, I talked to his wife yesterday and she said, oh yeah, um, you're going to deliver the bike on, uh, what, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? And I went, no, we're not scheduled for a delivery for this bike. I, and I've run out of days because I'm doing this weird trip thing. Hell, it would have been safer for me to ride it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, and so this is one of those things where uh, Brody calls up and he's like, well, you know what? I want to trade in my Suzuki anyway, so I'll ride my Suzuki from Pittsburgh to Cleveland. What kind of Suzuki? And then I'll ride the Vespa home. And uh, it's a Suzuki TU250. Okay. So... Uh, I, this is one of those things where normally people might go, well, you know, it's a 250cc Suzuki riding all the way from Pittsburgh to Cleveland. That sounds like a full portion when we talk about interstate turnpikes and stuff like that. My friends, I would say no. I'm convinced there's nothing a Suzuki TU250 can't do. Well, that's a uh, cool bike, too, because yeah. it's it's the same engine as my SP, my 82 SP250, mm-hmm. but it's fuel-injected. Exactly. It's a fuel-injected, small, lightweight motorcycle, and it is exactly what you want a small motorcycle to be it's totally predictable it goes where you point it it weighs 10 pounds less than anybody thinks it should it gives you just enough speed to be like i'm doing a thing what is (coughs) what is the operational top end Oh, I don't know. Let's find out. Like, can I you was... like do fifty-five or sixty? Oh, you hey. could do you could do sixty-five. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah, but right. nothing more. Get, get one of those. Uh, get one of the apps that that brings you off the highways. Yeah, you yeah, never definitely. do more than forty-five, yeah. fifty-five exactly. anyway, and it's a way better way to ride. And that's that's the perfect that's yeah. the perfect route for it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so here's what I can tell you. According to the manufacturer, Suzuki, 
This vehicle has 16.1 BHPs. Yep. BHPs. And uh, it has 12.54 torquezes. Wow. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot of torquezes for a 250. Really machine. It is. It rates the top speed at 75 mippers. Hmm. Okay. okay. 75, 75 miles. Per, that's what they say its top speed is, which means that the Vespa he bought is much faster than his yeah. TU250. Right. Now, here's the thing, though. Today, when I was riding his 250, I got 81 miles per hour confirmed hmm. on my Apple smartwatch. There you go. And the Speedo, which, by the way, I always like to point this out, dead on balls accurate. Wow. Which Very is Very strange thing rare. to find a speedometer rare. that is dead on balls accurate. I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah. It's a weird, yeah. weird thing. Um, <laughs> with motorcycle speedometers, the only accurate speedometers I've ever found are that one and Harley Davidson's. Harley Davidson's tend to pride themselves on accurate speedometers. But this one is literally at 60, it's 60, and at 80, it was 80. Wow. And I was in a full tuck. I was at the top of fifth gear, and the bike has got 11,000 miles, so it's properly broken in. The back tire is in the same category Chris rode in on today. So uh, it, we had two bikes show up today with both tires that should have been. But I sat on yeah. it, and that bike is very comfortable. Oh, God, it's a delight. They, yeah. they, they nailed the seating position for yeah. anybody. The one that you have has a, a an MGO Viper fairing on it, which makes it look kind of pretty cool. It looks cool. Yeah. It looks cool in the way that stickers on your sta- skateboard look cool. Exactly. It looks cool. Which is very cool. Right. It yeah. looks cool in the way that like a, a, a spike mohawk on your snowboarding helmet looks cool. Yeah, right. right? We which is also pretty silly. cool. Exactly. We know it's silly. You have a cafe racer fairing and a bike that goes 80 miles an hour if you're lying about how fast it goes. Right. And... It's just a good bike. It's a good yeah. city bike. It is fantastic at everything I needed it to do. I've, I've never ridden a, a TDO, or what is it, yeah. a TU-250? TU, yeah. yeah, but I, from what I... It, it's a standard motorcycle. Yeah. It, it looks solid. It was the worst name ever, a TU-250. Yeah, that's a... It's a two. dumb name. Yeah. The TU-250... It should be Russian if it's a TU. Right. Right. It's right. a TU, or it's a 2250, right? <laughs> um... It's it should a, have been a, a TU TU two hundred and fifty. Sh- they should yeah. have named the fucking thing anything they wanted. They could have called it Sally for all fuck I'd care. Totally but, underwhelming. Totally under- underwhelming. Excellent. Yeah. If they were cool, they would have named it the Can of Tuna. They would have named it the Can. Of tuna. Yeah. <laughs> it is completely underwhelming, but right. perfect in every way. Right. It is excellent. It is totally great at what it does. It is a motorcycle. Yes, it is. And it looks like a motorcycle, too. There are no parts on there that don't need to be so there. If you when, ask a five-year-old to drive a motor, or to yeah, draw yes. a motorcycle, that's what they'll do. Here's, here's, yeah. here's the thing. Is that's the, a great the, uh, example. The alternative to the TU250 was the GZ250, exactly. which was the, the wannabe... Honda, I wish I was a Harley. Wannabe, yeah, yeah. well, not even wannabe Harley. Yep. Honda, wannabe Rebel. Yeah. Ooh, it's, yeah. Yeah. But once people get through motorcycling for a few years, so if you've been riding for like 30 or 40 years, right. you get bored of big things and right. you get more interested in small things that do things funner. And funner. this bike There's fits the bill 100%. It is. Like, yeah. it really that was is. My, it's a good motorcycle. That was my last purchase. Boy, if uh, only my wife had that same philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, yo. Uh, yeah. Two days before the trip, I found a... Um, 
I didn't even know this bike existed until I bought it. It's a 1993 Bandit 400. Garbage. Ah, uh, <laughs> damn it! What? <laughs> Holy shit! That's what uh, beautiful. Welcome to the podcast. Wait, did you just become best friends? Oh my yes. god! Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yours gonna be. Yours is gonna be slower because mine has the Mykuni 32 or the, the 33. <laughs> Okay. Whereas the U.S. Uh, version had the 31s, I think. I just ordered a CDI box because uh, so that is <laughs> yeah, the you did. That, yeah, <laughs> that is the that is the reason why I didn't get the tires on because I got distracted by my projects, including that one which I bought. It was two miles from my house. Yeah. And instead of calling my best friend for the use of his truck, which he has always been nice enough to let me use, I decided, yeah. I could push it to uh, two miles. Oh my oh, god! Sucked. Do you <laughs> own this thing? Yes. It's a, what year is it? Ninety-three. Eleven thousand miles. Red on red. Red frame. Pushers. Red. You know. And the red yeah. swing arm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick has pushed oh, it way my. further than two miles. I like how Nick rode my CB1, and, and his he's like, eh, it's not as fast as my. Bandit. You know what? I think it's going to be fun. I had a blast. I Earlier this year, I bought a very cheap Ninja 500. I sold it for yeah. substantially more than I bought it for. Well done. All I put it all I put into it really was tires was most of it and a couple odds and ends here I'm and gonna, there. I'm going to tell you now, the Bandit 400 is faster than your Ninja 500. <laughs> I would agree with that. I've wanted a small displacement four-cylinder for the longest time. I happened to stumble upon that one. There was another bike I saw near me that I have seen it at one point was standing up, but it's yeah. currently knocked over, uh, rusting rapidly. Uh, it turns out, I think it's an FCR 600. Yeah. Oh, I wanted I it to be a 400. Um, oh, the 600's great. I had two of them. They're I, great bikes. I already, I already have two 600s. Uh, they, All right. Uh, so I, I, I like the small displacement. I like that F1 engine sound. Yeah. I, yeah. When I was in London, I almost bought on eBay a CBX 1100. Um, oh, my God. Unfortunately, it was like three or four in the morning yeah. here when yeah. I was there. So I, you know, fortunately, I was yeah, but, yeah, uh, probably 24 valves, six carburetors. Yeah. Been yes. there, done that. Uh, the, uh, um, got the t-shirt. I, I do have two shops that will, you know, local to me that'll work yeah. on stuff like that. Yeah. Um, no, they but, won't. <laughs> they'll work on it one time. They'll never fucking call you again. You'll never call them again. Trust me. That or I need you to sync these carbs and adjust yeah. these valves. Sure. Right. And then they'll we be like, do that. we need more money. Yeah. The, we fired three guys now. We need more that, money. That, yeah. that was before my first project bike, yeah. which I bought, which, um, the motor went from seized and dug into the, you know, the tires were dug into the ground, parts everywhere, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, VFR 750 for $500, uh, 96, I think. Wow. Um, They're still rebuilding those carbs right now. Uh, I That was what I learned how to do carburetors Yeah, on. you did. So I, <laughs> yeah, I figured I went You're through, still rebuilding You rebuilt the carbs through the tailpipe, didn't you? It runs. It runs it and runs. it doesn't leak gas. It doesn't, it is a it magic doesn't not thing. leak gas, but piss gas all over my garage anymore. Well, nice. here's a, this is a good one. I, I think this is a perfect time to bring this out because we have, we have at this table right now, we have two Bandit 400 owners and one cb1 owner and one former cb1 owner here right yeah so we, we were even i'd say the table is stacked evenly would anyone like to know what the rated horsepower was of the suzuki gsf 400 bandit in 1946 in 1993 46 i think right around 46 yeah 48 maybe 29 
60. 54 Hearst Perks. Holy oh, shit. 54 wow. fucking Hearst Perks. That's I more. I got, I got confused with the, the That's more than. Now hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This. Hold on. What was the rated horsepower of the Honda CB1, it which, by the way, was five years earlier? Okay. Five years earlier. Mm-hmm. Rated 46. horsepower of the CB1, 400cc. 46. 55 horsepowers. What? (laughs) What I can tell you is there are two two Japanese manufacturers that lie about their horsepower because I have put many, many hundreds of bikes on many, many dynamometers, (laughs) and there is no way in hell that either of those bikes makes their claimed, and I like to say claimed, power. There's no way. The bandit. I'm not. I'm not claiming it's the most powerful bike in the right. world, but it's, it's definitely the but leakiest gas tank. Bike. It is the leakiest yeah. gas tank. It's bubbling shit constantly. <laughs> but, but did I buy your bike? It's also got the I, not that I'm aware of. Tachometer. <laughs> yeah, as far as I'm concerned. But, okay. uh, but, I, but, I have no spark on it right now, so I have, haven't even gotten that far yeah. yet. Okay, well, here's here. Tech tip. Tech, here's a tech tip. Tech tip. Tech, tech, tech oh, bandit oh, tech yes. tip. Bandit 400 tech tip. All right. It hold generates. On, hold on. Stand by. What? Stand by. What? Let, let these yeah. things. Let the right. city it's... calm down a little bit. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Because bandit for GSF 400 tech tip. Yep. Trucks. It makes all stuff. of its power at above 10,000 RPM. Yes, it does. Do you know what the red line is? 14. 14. I know that Nick's idle is twenty seven hundred. Not anymore. I figured that out. It runs all. It runs all right. My CB one. It runs all right. It runs all right. Um, which? Oh, go ahead. Which of you guys bought the KLR two fifty in the absurd color scheme? That would be Steve, the grumpy screwer guy. He brought the. He bought the Miami Vice KLR KLX two fifty. Yeah, I love that, it. Yeah. That was yeah. bike four yeah. for me. So that's Steve's favorite bike. I, I love that thing. Yeah. Uh, my on that I rem- I was reminded of it because my idol uh, my car that's a dirty car. My idol is twenty one hundred. No, whatever you get. Whenever we <laughs> rode with Nick yeah. before we figured his shit out, he'd come well, up to us and be like, <laughs> oh, dude, here's, "Here's a real tech tip. Here's a here's a real tech tip." Is I bought one of those Chinese four gauge carb balancing right. kits. Yeah. And they're garbage. No, they're garbage. Yeah. I, I got better results from using a guitar string yep. to bench yeah. sink. I was going to ask, what do you think of bench syncing? Because so, that's what I did for the VFR. And you know what? It idled smooth before. Yeah. I was about to bring it on the road because I finally rebuilt the brakes. Um, you can't get enough, dude. That is the same Fruit Loop with those fucking side yeah, LCD yeah. panels, but now the left one's burned out. Yep. He, he yeah. looks like he has been going straight for longer than I have. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, like. I can probably corner better than him on uh, on my tire. Dude, that right. dude, that dude's straighter than a Republican. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you, there's no, there's no fucking twist in that guy's stick at all. He is. I, I he is. using one a single DP gauge. The differential pressure yeah, gauge yeah, yeah, with yeah, two yeah. on dude, the side. Yeah, that's, that's a good go outer inner yeah. carb, and then just. Sink them Honestly, all. Honestly, yeah, the sink them all. First outer inner last. Yeah. yeah. You know what I right. like doing is you take all the little, you know, where you take the set screw out and you can put your vel- uh, vacuum ports in there. You just put all the vacuum ports on and then daisy chain them all together ah. and then they balance them themselves. They balance themselves. <laughs> so, so, my 1850, the guy it's left. A, it's the, law of average. Daisy chain. <laughs> the guy left the boots with his fucking sink things on and he had yeah. little like rubber 
things over the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day I was at a stoplight and the bike wouldn't fucking idle. I was like, bleh, bleh. and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I looked down and I was missing one of those little rubber. Yeah, he left yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You still have all the brass tubes on it. Yeah. You're yeah, ready to hook yeah. a set of synchronizers up to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's great for that. But if it's missing one, you're not going to idle anymore. It sucks. He must have no. lost all the screws when he's like, oh, fuck. Well, I got to put the screws <laughs> on. Right, right. No, with the bandit, I found that like, well, that was the problem with the the high idle. Well, I had to have it, have it at a high idle in order to keep running. Oh, it was like twenty five hundred, dude. It was crazy. Yes, it was. Uh, hey, but, got, hey, if it was running, you know, it, it, it was. <laughs> and I took it on a on a pretty long ride with it like that. Uh, we always like to say around right here that the best solution yeah. for anything is to throw gas at the problem. Right. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Nick, you <laughs> took it on the five 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 when it was idling, fucking crazy, I, right? Maybe. Possibly. You know what I think my CB1 yeah. needs is a nice long ride out to New Jersey. Fair. Oh, there <laughs> you go. There you go. And I'm going to come back Thank in the you, form sir. of a paycheck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent point. Um, other interesting things about the GSF versus the CB1, because they are so fucking similar, although Suzuki got there five years late. I wonder how that happened. Stole everything off Well, the, the Suzuki later also had VTEC. It, well, the Honda did. So... So both of them, the Honda at this as a CB four as a CBR four hundred uh, the Super Four. Or it was the, a four, VTEC. Yep. Yep. And so the Suzuki did as well. Uh, so your uh, Suzuki that fifty four Hersbers, that is at <laughs> eleven thousand RPM, not eleven oh one, not eleven oh two, at eleven thousand RPM because yeah. after that shit drops off precipitously. Right, right, right. <laughs> it is literally. It's like I hope you enjoy. 54 RP, 54 horsepers because it's going to happen now. Listen, not, listen. I said above ten thousand. You're not RPM. kidding. I didn't say above eleven. No, you're RPM. right. You, you're right. You have a one thousand mile power band, a one thousand RPM power band that is literally. It is like a blonde one. I mean, it is seriously. If you look at it sideways, like fifty you, horsepower. Yeah. yeah. 54. <laughs> That's all it is, dude. It is it. I think it's more like 15 horsepower, 54, 14 horsepower. Yeah. That is exactly. Not to be outdone, though, by the CB1, which the CB1 is a detuned CBR. Yeah. So well, Honda took a CBR that. Which the CBR 400 yeah. was the first bike to carry the CBR nomenclature yeah. in 1982. Yeah. In 82. That's I'd right. rather have a Derby yeah. 50. The, the CBR, when it's a 400cc, it was making over 50, I mean, over 60 horsepower. But when it became a CB1, which is a, you know, a kinder, gentler so thing. the NC30 yeah. versus the NC27. Exactly, NC, exactly. So it turns out that that bike made its maximum power at 11,000 RPM. <laughs> if this is not one of the strongest cases ever... For Suzuki copying Honda five years later, then we won't talk about the SV650 versus the NT650 Hawk. Mm, because right. seriously, even the numbers are the same. That's a good point. The, the NT650 versus the SV650 is literally Honda did it first. It was a marketing idea that went down in flames. And then Suzuki went, hmm, there's still meat on those bones. Yep. Here's the here's the thing, though. Yeah. Is I'm willing to bet $12. <laughs> <laughs> that my Suzuki Bandit. Yeah! Go, GTO. That yeah. my Suzuki that Bandit was actually a 400 I mean a is faster a than a your CB1. Bring it. 
What's that? All right. You're what? I, I'm betting twelve dollars. Uh huh. That might the bandits faster than John CB1. Yeah, there's a oh there's next a, week. There's next there's week in New Jersey. We're dry, I'm so, gonna film it. We're we filming have, your I drag mean, race. Okay, so we have all kinds of ways. Now, when you say faster, you're talking yeah. top speed, quarter mile. I mean, how are we gonna do this? I don't know. That's a good question. It's an um, excellent question. Well, we have Lorraine Avenue drag strip. <laughs> right. So we will start <laughs> there. As we've now heard, yeah. it's open. Stoplight yeah. race. What, I, what I is your maximum achieved top, uh, mile, top mile an hour? How fast I have you gone? gone 115. Okay, that's good. I've gotten, I mean, I could easily get 105 out of mine without getting into a tuck. I've never tried getting, yeah. but, you but know, also, I remember I got weighs, a fairing too. So, also you weigh no, I'm, I'm going to push for, I want to go for top speed. Okay. Okay. But you also weigh 200 pounds more than Nick. How do we, how do we verify that though? It's a very, I mean, that's we put a on the Apple watch. Why are you, we put on the Apple watch. Apple watch? Yeah, well. No, no, I, side I, by side. Dude like a man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Uh, yeah. Speaking of fairings, I uh, I did have a, a windscreen when I left on my trip. You don't anymore. Oh, I, I do not. I don't. Uh, you have a third of a windscreen. windscreen. <laughs> you have a third of a windshield. It, uh, it is protecting my phone so. from getting hit by wind. You have point. the uh, bottom yes, of a windshield. Yeah, you have the bottom of a windshield. The... Did yeah, you I get hit by a duck or something or what happened? Uh, <laughs> it was a Lincoln. The guy was very nice. The quarter mile. I know you're going to smoke me in the quarter mile. All right, hold on. So he got hit by a Lincoln. This is important. How did you get hit by a Lincoln? I've been consulting the internets. What? And according to the internets, according to the internets, the five-year-older bike or the four-year-older bike is faster. What, what are you talking about? So, yes, I am. Nick, bad bad, bad news for you. Bad you news for you, back, Nick. and the first thing you said faster. to me was... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the, detuned, the detuned and emasculated no, 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 NC27... No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. ...is faster than I the said, GSF-400. I said my band. Oh! Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. That has the, the, uh, <laughs> the fancy Japanese four into two exhaust. Uh, the four and, into two exhaust is and, worth an extra 15 horsepower. And yeah, the, that's true. not the American... Uh, Mykuni 32s, the right. international Mykuni 33s. So you know what I can do with mine? Right. A CB1, you know what you can do with a CB1? What? Put a set of CB600 carbs right oh, on it. Shit. Yeah, that's true, no too. No problem. Oh, but shit. here's the strange and thing. And you can get your sawsaw out and just cut the fucking pipe right off. I think we're going to go <laughs> over to the Brook... We're going to go to Brook Park. We're going to go by the airport. Yeah. We'll do... John rides Nick's bike eastbound. Okay. Then rides it westbound. Oh, okay. Then Nick rides John's bike eastbound and westbound. Because we then, had to do this. Nick, John and I had to do this with John's service pistol. Okay. Where he had to shoot it and then I had to shoot it. We had to go back and forth to find out yeah, if, I mean, if it was the gun or not. Right. Right. right, right because right. we yeah. had to rule out the variables. Right? right. Right. And so I think what you have to do is that you guys got to trade bikes. You got to run east and then rest west. And then we'll set up the radar because we got the radar gun. And we'll set up a final trap. We'll give you about a half mile. That should be enough to get up to top speed. Fair enough. And we'll set the radar gun up, and we'll just click you, right? But does somebody have to hold the other guy's balls while they do this? No, but somebody's going to hold their purse when they're done. Okay. Yeah. I'm not but, sure if uh, I want to even... I, I, I might stay in fifth. <laughs> I might stay in fifth, too. I, I might exactly. I think fifth is actually a really good idea. I think messing around with sixth gear... Right. Both of you guys have sixth gear, and both of you guys shouldn't use it. No. Yeah, I think that's a big mistake. Because, yeah, technically... The CB1 is supposed to go 118. Your bike's supposed to go 115. 
Now, mind you, this has been 40 fucking years and a few of these ponies well, have escaped the stable. But, but then again, <laughs> I've gone... What, what did you say my bike was your, your bike, according to the Googles, is supposed to go 115 miles 115? per hour. Well, I know I've gone higher than that indicated. Indicated. But right. I, don't I know. know today my bike does 120 when I almost killed somebody fucking right. well, I mean, myself yeah. trying to... I'm going to guarantee you that that bike will go Third faster person? than that's 1,200 cc's. Yeah. Yeah. 120 on that is still getting stretching, stretching yeah, the legs a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Um, hey, would you guys like to have some news? Yeah, yes. everyone likes news. Oh boy. Yeah. So uh, but this is the least liked segment of the. I know this is our absolutely. We when we did our review, our podcast listeners said of all the segments they like the best, news is their least favorite. Yep. But news when we shit on Harley Davidson has a much higher score ratio. <laughs> I, I knew <laughs> that was where we were going. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so you guys might know that uh, Harley Davidson has been having some troubles. And uh, with all the bad news and shit that Harley Davidson had to own up to recently, finally, a Harley Davidson is rewiring. That's their rewiring. 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 The rewire plan, which involves killing off everything interesting they've designed in the past five years. Does yes. that include electric motorcycles? It, well, no, they're, they're going to keep that. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, was going to say, it would be weird up, if they so said rewire. Right. The long way up hasn't really had a chance to settle in yet. No, that's yeah. going to... Yeah, that, that took a little longer in production yeah. than they hoped. Yep. If you live in <laughs> India, you're a long trip on electric motorcycles. Uh, yeah, uh, you expect it to take X amount. It's going to take X. Yeah. So we'll talk about India in just a second. Yeah. I looked at the live wire for five minutes and settled on a zero. It oh, took, I, took oh. me five minutes if to make my, my decision. If it was my money I, or I have a friend no money, idea what yeah. they're doing. I finally got a chance to ride a live wire uh, after there was a, a fatwa again, apparently against me ever riding <laughs> one. Uh, and they did. I did finally sneak a ride on a Harley Davidson by telling somebody that I was uh, Joe Hongosh. Right. And apparently I was then allowed to ride a Harley Davidson live wire because Phil Waters wasn't allowed to ride one because I got too no, big of a mouth. No, no, no. And, and you're a zero guy. You're Clearly. You're like an internet sensation. I'm going to get a zero tattoo. Zero, yeah. Right, right around right, my butthole. Right. <laughs> uh, that's it. The uh, but I'm sorry. Zeros are zero emission, so you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so so this is great. This is uh, Reuters. This isn't some made-up shit. In 2016, Harley-Davidson got fined for $12 million that they still haven't paid yet. Right. So, you know, it's they a They just port. got forgiven or something, right? Eh, yeah, they just got forgiven. That's exactly right. And this is all about they got caught with the what we call the Super Trap rule. So here in Cleveland, we have Super Trap. And so we have Super Trap. Uh, they design amazing exhaust systems, and they're a homespun company that we like. And, Are they from uh, Cleveland? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. They're actually in Mentor. You can see their factory from the freeway. Wow. And uh, Super Trap is, co- is joined up with who's the other guys? Uh HMF. Gaskin. What's that? HMF? No, HMF is Mr. still on their own thing. No, uh, anyway, Weisco? Super Trap. What's that? Weisco? Yeah, thank you. Oh, Weisco. Oh, Weisco. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so those are good Ohio companies that we like, Cleveland companies we enjoy. But the point is, it, would, it was very dangerous if you hung an exhaust system from one of those companies on the bottom of your FZR 600 in right, your showroom right, right, right. to be like, this is what it sounds like making fun and fury. And then California people or CARB or air yeah, resources right people get oh, lose their fucking minds because now the bike is going to be louder. You know, go figure. Nobody's ever done that before. Have you listened to our podcast? Um, so anyway, uh, 
this has been something that has been going on. Jeff Sessions said that they were going to re-examine a $3 million fine, which honestly at this point, throwing $3 million for Harley Davidson is literally like stirring your stirring your fire with your dick. I mean, right. you're already fucked at this point. So, but it has turned out they have now officially, due to uh, current administration, decided that the EPA is less important than it should be. Right. And so whatever... As much as our president has decided to say Harley-Davidson is the devil because they've chosen to produce things outside of the United States, they have also said that they're off the hook for a $3 million fine for transgressions in 2016-17 regarding louder-than-normal exhaustuses on Harley-Davidson's being branded from Harley-Davidson or, as we like to say, lightly camouflaged as being Screaming Eagle. Yeah. There you go. See that? You know what that is? That's a Harley Davidson. And you know what it also is? Loud. It's why it's mild. Why did I hear that guy talking? That's what I was no. going to say. It's <laughs> mild. Right. It's the mildest Harley Davidson that has gone by here yeah, yet really. today. But right? here's here's the thing. He should he should hammered leaving Spadley's taking it really easy. Right. Well, because the bars are going to close but in here, seven minutes. But here's the here, wait. Can I say one thing? Yes, sure. you can. Because you said uh, the administration is like gutting the EPA. Yeah. The EPA in the last year has written more regulations. Really? Oh Than shit. they've ever written ever. Really? No, seriously. I'm I'm totally serious. I didn't know that. And they seriously, even the new. EPA has said this to us. Yeah. That they've written more regulations. This is they were very proud Are they of the number of regulations it? that they're writing. Yeah. They said, "Is this coming from Ohio?" And they right. said, "No, it's coming from the federal EPA." So the federal EPA, as much as people say they're being gutted or whatever they are, they're putting mandates out for everybody, and they're fucking us all. In so, the world just of in the shit industry, in the world of yeah. in the world of wastewater, right. for you, screwing yeah. us. In the world of motorcycles, so. the idea is you would always. The trick was you would take the item you had and you put it in a box, and on the outside of the box, you printed the words "for race only." Right. And if you printed the the words "for race only" on the outside of the cardboard box, then you could sell the you know the uh, catalytic circumciser four thousand. To your your owners of all of your bikes, which was the way that at Harley Davidson we used to sell people motorcycles. That was like, I'll sell you the motorcycle, but before you leave here, you have to buy the Screaming Eagle kit and you got to right. buy the pipes. Otherwise, you're not really getting the, the bike you're paying well, for. And that's yeah. where Harley failed in the right. electric market is that they spent so much time. So you have Chaz here, right? Or Chad? Chase. Yep, Chaz. You bought a motorcycle where they focused on the fact that, like, we can make this go really fast and really far right. and make it awesome. And you bought that. And make it look cool. And it make does it, look it, cool. It's yeah. a beautiful the, the bike. Look, the look it, of it was really Everything is it, it's yeah. great. It's yeah. a great it's a, bike, it's right? It's a total package. It's Harley's like, we're going to spend a lot of money and a lot of time making the gear train sound interesting. Ah. Not not make it fast. You're right. Not the unnecessary, the completely unnecessary bevel drive assembly. Right. To make it sound right a certain way. So like they yeah. hired engineers and they thought the priority of this was to make the motorcycle, okay. electric motorcycle, sound 
interesting. Okay. Yeah. Where Zero is like, we'd rather have people get this and be like, I like this. And then when I unlock the insanity mode, I'm like, holy fuck, this is a great motherfucking motorcycle. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and that's, but that's, but that's also their market too, is they're not going to sell an electric Harley looking bike to a 30 year old. But they, they, ha- could, they have but, to sell it to a 55-year-old. But do It's got to sound good for a 55-year-old to buy an electric bike. But, but do you think... But, listen, <laughs> you, but you know what I mean? Chase, like, how old are you? How old are you? 33. 33. If, if a Harley bike... If, if you had the Zero and a Harley next to each other, and you got on the Harley, and it was, it was, it was, it was visually pleasing... Yeah. Granted, your bike is fucking beautiful, Right. So Thank it's you. equivalent. It's equivalent to that. Right, Harley came right. up with something that was equivalent, right. right? And you hit the throttle, and it did exactly what that was. What right. would keep you from buying that bike? Ten thousand dollars. The ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. No, Fair no. Game. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Yeah, they're the a whole same, half of another motorcycle. <laughs> they're relatively the same price, right? These aren't. But Harley yeah. went and like focused yeah. on the sound of the gear train, right? And it didn't have the necessary performance of your bike. No, I can tell you what would prevent him from, I mean, not to speak yeah, for go you, ahead, go yeah. ahead. but I can tell you what would prevent him from buying the Harley if they were equivalent to equivalent bikes. Yes. Because he would go to the Harley dealership and say, I really want to see your live wire. And they would say, that thing's a piece of shit. No. Look at this Road King. Right. Nope. And that's why he wouldn't buy the Harley yeah, because he true. didn't go in I there had that looking for Road King. So, so he went in there yeah. looking for uh, uh, what he went in looking. That's, that, right. that's a great point because when you when you go when you when I go on YouTube and search, you know, zero motorcycle differences, whatever. Right. Fucking Cleveland Moto shows up on YouTube, right. and it's this guy named Phil who's like, "Hey, I'm Phil," and he's like, "Here's all the differences." Go fuck your like, hat. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, it's literally like you yeah, know, I, like you're literally talking, right? Like I'm standing right next to you, and he's like, my uncle and, and being when, like, "Hey, buy this goddamn bike; it's awesome." And when you bought it, you weren't disappointed, and you didn't you didn't feel that Phil sold you on something that you didn't get, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, right. totally. Yeah. So Harley is 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 really so everybody that I've known that has ridden a, a live wire that's ridden, and here's the important part has ridden a different electric motorcycle, okay. especially a Zero or something right. else. They're not impressed. They're not. I'm sorry. They're not impressed. Yeah, but I yeah. like the Victory. I mean, the Victory yeah. is what got me going. I. But that was so how many years that. ago? I mean, the Victory electric. I'm sorry. The original, Victory. like 12 years ago, electric. No, but what I'm saying is. The Bramo. Bring but, that but mic to your face. Steve. Yeah. Steve. It. Right. Yeah. Steve. And, and Steve, what did you buy? Well, no, I'm not saying... <laughs> exactly. Move the mic right. to your face, zero, dude. Right. It's not because I didn't... Well, like and the, the guy that... And so the guy that designed the Bramo for Victory, so when Victory had their Impulse, so that Impulse, which we all loved, and I thought it was beautiful and it was really a cool-looking bike, and it was a great performing bike, but Victory, but Victory doesn't exist anymore, right? So Victory's oh, gone. Right. Well, the guy that designed the Victory Impulse, Impulse, is the guy that designed the SRS and designed the SRF. And he did a great job. And it's and that's what is when you have talent out there, and this guy's a genius when it comes to talent, and he left, he was no longer with Victory because Victory didn't exist, and, and Zero scooped him up, and he's a wonderfully super smart guy. I had a really nice time talking to him about uh, the bikes when we did the demo rides for the SRF when they first launched it, and I had to say, like, 
I thought that the difference between the Zero SR and Zero S, which kind of looked like Lego bikes, then when you went to the SRF and the SRF, which looked like motherfucking, like, fuck you, I'm going to grab you by the short ones and drag you around the town. It's a cool looking bike. Trellis frames, all exposed and shit. It's a bad motherfucker. Well, here's well, the, the reason thing. I'm looking. It's the same why guy. Didn't I buy, yeah. Why didn't I buy the Victory versus the Zero? Right. Well, to me, I don't need an appendix, and I also don't need a gearbox <laughs> on an electric bike. Right. So to to me, why add weight? Well, I mean, just it's just a, a efficiency. Did you thing change to the me. oil it's on like, that as well? What, hmm? Did you change the oil on that gearbox as well? Yeah, I'm I think sure you did. Yeah. I'm sure you yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. The they told you to stick it in third gear and leave it. Or that was, that was the whole idea. Was like, it in gear. We're going to give you a gearbox, but we're going to realize that was a mistake. Right. Yeah, so, but that's yeah. the point. I mean, to me, it's like, what's the point right. of having it? If yeah, you're going to yeah. leave it in one gear and ride around and you don't need to use a clutch or anything, it's like, just get rid of all that bullshit. And just go to the simplest deno- or the lowest well, denominator. Right. Here's that's, the that, thing. That's a good point. As a as a lazy millennial, I don't want to work <laughs> on my motorcycle every day. You know if, what I mean? If oh, my, if, I do. If, I do. If, <laughs> I know, but but the other half of the millennials yeah. are like late, right? So I'm I'm, I, su- I'm sure you do I, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I want three moving parts on my motorcycle. Right. That's exactly. great to me. That's yep. a huge selling point. If, if yep. I was getting an huge. electric bike, you are. I think you're you're sacrificing. Obviously, like you have, you're sacrificing kind of the ability to do kind of a trip like I'm on right now, right. because waiting right. no. so long for a. Tr- I know they've gotten a lot better, but you're there's the a lot of guys. You have to, you okay. have to. It's a modified trip. It's he not the same to, type uh, of he trip. He may have to eat his sandwich for an hour to put 150 miles right. of range back or, in his body. Or like three I, sandwiches, <laughs> but I, I can do that, though. Can I tell you? I believe you. Here's an honest thing. Here's an honest thing. A lot of guys that, like, like t- they downplay the electric thing are yeah. like, well, I can travel as much as I want. Okay, right. how many miles can you do a day? 420. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. You did 420 miles, but then you had to sleep for 12 hours right. because your ass hurt and everything yeah. else hurt, whatever. Most... Most electric guys are like, well, I can do 200 miles and I have to spend an hour and a half charging. And I can do another, I can do another miles. 200 miles, right. whatever. Right. It's really not that different. In fact, the guy that we had on the podcast, what's his name? Rich, uh, Rich, yeah. Rich whatever. Uh, ben Rich. He's been rich his whole life. Yeah. Yeah, he, Ben Rich. He is oh, here the, you go. Oh. Well done, guys. Well done with all your noise. Abandoned. No, those are very quiet. Two X, okay. two up. Yeah, exactly. Two but, sport bikes, two up. Yeah. But my thing is, is that Rich is like, I, I, when I have to charge and I spend an hour charging, right? I spend 35 more minutes enjoying where I'm at yeah, compared exactly. to somebody else. Yeah, finish drinking your beer. Yeah. It's, it's really yes. not that it's big true. of a difference. It's, it's cheaper. Yeah. Also. Right. I mean, you know, and you have no oil, you have no gas. Like, there's a lot of benefits to right. it. Right. He's carrying right. around a quart of oil. Right. I, I'll never carry You'll oil. You'll never in my do car. that. You don't well, have to worry about want, that. Right. Very, <laughs> yeah. Electric is if also, you have hair that you need to grease, you can carry your oil. It's also very fine. esoteric. So, like the whole thing about riding electric motorcycles too is there's this part that that is not measurable, and uh, it's not measurable because it's it's just like oh hey, shit. it's okay. Those were those are house those are house plant glass. Well, shit, I don't even know how that happened. I've to be honest with you, there. Uh-uh. you know. I, go. Now throw that right in that trash can over there. I don't want to trash other electric motorcycles either. You know, I I think no idea how I think that there are other viable alternatives than zero. 
Uh, okay. So I don't, I don't really want to trash right. other electric oh, yeah. motorcycles. No, I've, I mean, I've ridden the Energicas, and they're fucking ridiculously yeah. awesome and that, hot and sexy. That, that was the other company I looked at. Yeah. I didn't even look at Harley. No. I, I looked let's, at let's the Energica. Hey, no yeah. yeah. And I actually loved the Harley. So when I rode the Harley, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought its power delivery was extraordinarily similar to the SRF. And that's what I kind of raced it against or rode it against. And I found that the Harley did everything like the SRF did power-wise. The problem was, for some reason, when they designed, like the, the ergonomic design of the S, the Harley, right. I'm six foot tall. I'm 200 pounds. I'm six foot one, right? And I got on this thing and I pounds. felt, I felt, what? 200 pounds? Yeah. Two I'm actually 198 right now. But, uh, well, but I was really sucks. crowded on it. So like on the live wire, I was very, very crowded. It felt to me like a lot of 500cc vintage cafe racers so it was a very tight very close in riding position but you're also a person that got to experience the zeros first i did and so i was very used to riding zeros right and so i've ridden zeros and i've ridden energicas and so, i've ridden but the more important the part Harleys, is yeah. that you're not a noob to electric no i'm totally very very comfortable so electrics. like you yeah. have you have a, a, a whole grove of right. experience yeah. in electric motorcycles. So when you got to experience yeah. the Harley, yeah. you came from things that were working really well. Do you know the reason really I well? really Different thought connection. that I, I couldn't have a long-term relationship with the Harley? What? Was the haptic heartbeat. So if you sit right. on the Harley Davidson, oh, yeah. it has a vibrator, a vibrator in the seat. We, we filmed this. That is literally the, the taint tickler. Yeah, right. right? So it has the taint tickler. Yep. Probably yeah, the last the time we will ever be at the uh, IX Center. Right. It, yeah, right. right. That'll never right. happen again. Right. And so it has a haptic heartbeat. It has a vibrator built into the seat that gives you a little tingle in your butt, your butthole, to let you know that the bike's running and it's on, so to speak. It gives you a haptic feedback. To let you know that the machine is still on. Which no electric motorcyclist wants. Well, which now, we don't now, need. Now I'm interested. Right. <laughs> Chase is like, fuck, dude, where can I All get right. that? I turned into zero. Phil, <laughs> I want the haptic heartbeat option right. for the zero <laughs> SRS. What what else else yeah. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, because buttholes are getting tingled and my stuff is ridiculous. They, how progressive <laughs> of the Harley Davidson motorcycle. I spent a lot company. of money to get butt they, tingles. Exactly. <laughs> they had a, 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 a Sibians with the Sibians. Oh, my butt better tingle, you know what I mean? The yeah. Sibian Edition the Zero. Sibian Edition right. Zero. The right. Sibian Edition Zero. Where's my experience? It's three horsepower of jackrabbit hammer action. <laughs> <laughs> right into your nethers. You can take 50 yeah. miles oh, off, my, my, off my destination to give if me this that. Thing can hit give me, me that right If now. this thing can punch my taint like an angry loan collector, <laughs> I'm going to be happy. That's right. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. I'm going to say, if this thing can just drill <laughs> my, my perineum, over and over and over again. That's what nice. the S stands for in the SRS, right? I thought, it, I thought it was. SRS. Oh my God, I'm misled. Yeah. I, the I really S stands like the for Sado. That gray, yeah. that gray is really yeah, cool. I, I, so I originally wanted the blue. You wanted the blue because everything I, he owns is blue. Yeah, I have this blue, wacky yeah. helmet, and the, yeah. I'm all iconed out. I saw your crazy. helmet. Yeah. Saw what you. kind of car do you have? Uh, Chevy Volt. Okay. So it's it's half it's electric. It's half yep. electric yep. too. It's so half electric. It, that's it, pretty cool. It's right? by. Yeah, it's by. It's by, yeah, it's by it's electric. electric. Yeah. No, yeah. That's awesome. So you're an actual electric dude. Like, well, and, and, as, and as soon as I told that to Phil, like, he goes, oh, you've been living the life. You're you, know, li- you know what this is I, about. I know I don't need yeah. to what plugging you. my car right. in is like. Right. And, right. and a lot of people don't. I think what a lot of people miss is where I need to plan like, oh, shit, I got to stop at the gas station. Right. 
you doing that, that in your garage or where right. you know at work right. or well, wherever you right. I wake yeah, up in the morning nice and my part. bike has already fueled itself. Yes. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. and my my bike texts me when it's done fueling. Fucking stupid. Are you doing like, your have you got your cellular turned yeah, on yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. And your only maintenance is tires. And th- yeah. that's why I would yeah. like right now if you go to his bike and you put the side stand up, it'll send him a text message. Yeah, like, and I have an app that can be like, oh, you want to like kill yourself in this right. new mode you right. just created exactly. when you're like wasted on a podcast. While you were asleep, we gave you six more torques. Yeah, yeah. 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 do it on an that's, app. Like, yeah, yeah it's, cool. It's almost too much for me. I have, I have one bike that has traction control, right. no bikes with ABS, which I kind of wish I had ABS yeah. earlier this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it think, doesn't necessarily stop you faster. I, no, it's no, true. No, uh, no. no, but I can tell you today, riding to the podcast, when you have a bike with more horsepower, you can get way more mad at people. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, real, real <laughs> easily. But I, I, I agree with you that the silver has grown on me a ton. I, I was really interested in the blue, but I, I love the silver too. Why'd you go I, with the silver rather than the blue? Uh, the, the blue was only available in the premium edition, and I didn't really need the premium edition. What's the uh, difference? What's the what's, yeah, what's so the, the premium edition comes with uh, the haptic uh, asshole yeah, feedback. Yeah, the Sibian thing. Yeah, I missed out on it. You know what I mean? Me too. Uh, it comes with uh, heated grips and uh, faster charger. Well, instead of the three, it comes with the six. Here's but, the important part. Besides loud guy on Harley. Holy you shit. can't be a civilized human being without heated grips. I'm just saying. I have heated glove liners and heated grips. Since you, 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 you press, I can't I'm believe not it. you're a civilized human being. <laughs> uh, I will I will strongly <laughs> disagree with that. I. He's a press. Uh, I have heated glove liners, which I think are very similar. Okay, okay yeah, no, that's a that's a heated grip but in your glove. But uh. before I got those, uh, I was just using winter gloves with nope. uh, with Mm-mm. no with with uh, glove liners, regular glove liners. The, um, uh, it'll it would get me to work. Uh, yep. The coldest I ever went was sixteen degrees. Yep. Wow. How uh, many hours? How many hours? Uh, Fifteen minutes. So yeah, pretty no, close. No, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, highway speeds, though. But I uh, that's pretty, I determined that's pretty that uh, below twenty degrees was just yep. not worth it. Twenty-eight uh, degrees at Fahrenheit for seven hours, and you need heated grips. I'm telling you, bro. You know what? It's going to take a nuclear heated. winter for me to stop riding this bike. So <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. And I'm I'm going to. I'm just letting you guys know right now. I'm going to put heated grip. Gri- if I can say it, Greeks. heated grips on my CT90. Everything, everything you own needs heated grips. No, right. the, re- the reason I went without with the glove liners and not the heated grips yeah. is uh, I got a connector for the battery tender. Yeah. Uh, to the the glove liners, and I have seven fucking bikes. I'm not putting heated grips right. on seven bikes. Yeah. 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 So that that makes sense. It's more that makes sense. Uh, I have the same, and all my bikes have heated grips, except for you, my... You probably spend more on your... I, spend, I will spend anything I need to on the maintenance to make sure that it is safe and will... I think every bike I own is roughly a 100,000 plus mile bike. Uh, you know, as far as like how far it will run before major work. Um, <laughs> I, I can't say that. There. I intend to get it there. Uh, but actually, I think the... I forget which ones I've missed on the ones I owned. Uh, I know you guys are not terribly big fans of it, but the uh, Boulevard C50 I bought. No, the Boulevard C50 was I, absolutely great 
once it had fuel injection. I, Prior to that, it was a Volusia. That was the, yeah, Volusia and, and the S50. Satan's left cock. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that was my, that was the bike I bought the week after I sold the Ninja 500 because yeah. um, I said, well, I have to get another bike. Um, of course. My Vulcan needs another fucking stator. So <laughs> uh, I want something that I can go two up with my girlfriend because the new girl I started dating. Uh, by the way, this this year I bought uh Shit, I can't. I had two, I had two bikes before this year. Uh, broke up with my last girlfriend last year, right? So I no longer had that voice saying, "You don't need another bike." I had no, a. You know what you do garage. when somebody says you don't need another bike? You buy another. You bike. buy five more, <laughs> and then they shut up real fast. Um, also, according to my family, I think I have told them about five. Right. So right. They, they're unaware of you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you're hiding bikes, that's like that's like that's like a warning sign. Yeah. Okay. Don't call any of us if you want information to not buy another. Motorbike. If you, by the way, if you ever I need to would. appease a wife or a girlfriend and be like, "But look, honey, look how rational I am. Look at Phil's garage." <laughs> and so a lot of a lot of guys will bring their wives by my garage just to be like, "Hey, Phil, the, do the me a favor. Can you home? open the garage?" And I'll open the garage, and I open the garage. Their wives are like. I'm going to suck your dick so hard or, tonight. Or, yeah. or, or yeah. bring them to Phil's situation yeah. and then sell them on owning a Metropolitan 50. And then they can ride that. And then um, they're so stoked right. on that. Right. So my girlfriend is did express some interest in riding. Oh, she's bike curious. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Which nice. I am both excited and scared about. I like it when a, I like it when a girl is bike yeah, curious. Yeah, yeah. I and my policy has always yeah. been uh buying a motorcycle was very out of character for me. I'm a very risk averse person. Okay. Um doesn't sound I I've seen your bike. You're not Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm 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 never bike says otherwise. <laughs> I, overall, you're so, over that shit. Uh, I, yeah, and I, I, I on my on my maintenance spreadsheet, um, I maintenance spreadsheet. Yeah. That's right. Check everything. It's getting funnier as the night goes on. You know what I mean? We got a new tagline, folks. Now, when I hear on my maintenance spreadsheet after seeing his bike, I'm like, there's a point where on his maintenance spreadsheet, the Venn diagrams just were like, give up on this shit. This bike owes you nothing. There's a No, no, no. I will say that heavy drop off. That oil gets changed on time every time. But uh, hold what? on, Nick is waving his arms like a drowning man. Somebody throw him a life preserver. What was I going to do? Turn Thank around you. and go home? Uh, that wasn't He's a committed. You got to uh, yeah, admire uh, the commit of this man. I hear you like to spend life on one wheel, and I was not going to fucking turn around. Ride fast, take chances. You corrupted this dude. What have you got going on over there, son? We are at two hours 18. Perfect. Bonus minutes. Yeah, bonus (laughs) minutes. I do have a tip for riding in the winter if your hands get cold. Yeah. Prior to the winter... Yeah. Soak your hands in ice water till you can't stand it. I had a dude that worked with me. Yeah. And I do that. I do Curtis that. Did that and shit. I and it works. I'm 20 pounds every winter, half on purpose. Yeah. Wait. Because <laughs> Hoff, Hoff. It does. I mean, it grows capillaries in your hands. I mean, you can't stay warm. As a person that has ridden their motor, their electric <laughs> motorcycle the, through the last ten, ridiculous. The, the last 10 is apple pie. Uh, <laughs> so, so Steve, Steve, seriously. CB1, I got it going again. Yeah. 
my wife saw it. She's like, wow, that's a really nice bike. How long have you had that? (laughs) (laughs) About six years. (laughs) So when I pulled the R90 home the other night, you know, this this just happened like two days ago. And so I rode the R90 home and go in my driveway because I got to go past the first garage to get to the second garage. (laughs) <laughs> so like drive past my wife's usually in there meditating which is her way if you know dr waters you'll know that's normal and so i'll pull in and you know i, I hit the little button on my keychain the garage door goes up the angels sing and all that shit i pull in the fucking garage and i park my bike like under some japanese car which is usually up in the air at that point <laughs> right and i'll park it next to like whatever random other shits followed me home that week so i pull in and i'm like I usually park the bike and I get step back and I'll usually like worship the bike for a little while, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't believe you don't, you shouldn't buy a bike you don't look at at least twice. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the opposite. I <laughs> buy a bike that makes me Shocking. smile like a child. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> s- smile like a child every time I'm on it. Yeah. And uh, I've only owned one bike that I always love to look back at, yeah. and that was a uh, Triumph America. Yeah. I thought they were wow. very hey. beautiful yeah. bikes. Right on. Uh, with what, what, yeah, tour pi- pipes, which yeah. sounded beautiful. Yeah, that's what I traded for the ZX6R. You wow. haven't listened to my podcast yet, where I talk about the Triumph America. Uh, I Dan. I think I've heard you mention it, and you're not the biggest fan. Small motor. I believe whatnot, that I believe that the idea of taking the slowest and worst handling Triumph ever, and then what and do we then, call it? America. America. I think I actually, <laughs> I, you know what? I think I actually, ju- I think I listened to that one on this trip as well. Uh, I really think that one, I believe that somebody, somebody in England needs to get punched for that shit. Because honestly, if I can be like, oh, you worked from Triumph. That's great. What were you on? Did you do any projects somebody had heard of? Oh, the Triumph America. That was you? Fuck you. And I'm going to give him that little, like, that little, like, that momentary right he wasn't expecting when he thought it was going to be a left. Yeah. He's going to get a jab when he thought a hook was coming. But as, as yeah. I said, though, yeah, I'm... Give you a jab. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As I said, though, you look hungry. I'm, I'm a very uh, minimum bike you need to get the job done yeah. appropriately. Okay. And I think yeah. that would do it. I, I that's, think... a, that's a CT90, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> I mean, apparently a CT90 for all the things. I, I haven't done anything... There, uh, the smallest that was a volusia that went by. By I'm the way, I'm sorry, Nick, but yeah. you now have a CT90 Super Sport. Right, that's <laughs> true. He does. He has. Is it a Piranha? It has the four into one exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a it's a one, one into, into four into one. It's a one into four into one. It's a four into. It's a one into four. They only make it in yeah. Thailand. Yeah, that's it. Is the, that a three valve motor? Uh, for anybody who follows our uh, Facebook page, you'll know that on our Facebook page, we recently posted a picture of the Honda 150 ADV. Yeah. And we said, what are your honest opinions of this bike? Um, and uh, that, that's great. And everyone has their opinions about it. I love it. I fucking hate that bike. Oh, <laughs> oh God. It's a the graphics stuff. The yeah. graphics What's that? Uh, you need to bring the 750 Look, ADV okay. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. PCX. Everyone get it out of your fucking system. A ruckus is a 50cc bike that you can wear on your left foot and put a Metropolitan on your right foot and you can go around the fucking yacht club and whatever you're going to do and do all the things you're going to do at the yacht club. If, if, you, a, if you have two of them, can you hit 130? Yeah. You know, double the speed? Oh, uh. yeah, the fucking ruckus is a ruckus. A ruckus is what a ruckus is. But then they made a big ruckus. But they didn't actually make a big ruckus. They took a reflex and took all the plastic off of a reflex. And put a recliner. Yeah, and they put a recliner on the back of it. And they called it a big ruckus. Yay! Well, wow. it turns out that a 
an ADV 150 is the same thing. It's a PCX 150 with a body kit. All these motorcycles are getting annoying. Oh, it's like mid-Ohio. <laughs> All those bikes just become annoying when we're trying to do important podcast Except shit. Except there's not like seven-year-olds on them. Right, well, that's true. Right. Wait. No, I, I agree with you. That or 10 seven-year-olds. It's yeah. a PCX with plastic. Right, but it's the, a PCX the with ADV, a body kit. Yeah. But the, the, the 750. Yeah, 750. ADV is dope as shit. Is the shit. Yeah, I because think. eventually you need to park your GS1 or GS 1250 when you can't get to Starbucks so anymore. That's a, a Borda right. Silverwing yeah. 650. It is. Yeah, it's, it's no, insanity. It no, it's not. It's a piece. It's a NC 750X exactly. chassis. Yep. With yeah. that whole, with yeah. the DCT and everything else. Mm-hmm. But they said that that thing performs really well. I'm sure it does. In the dirt. And it's a, I mean, it's You a, can't make a PCX better by making it heavier. No. No. The All PCX, you're doing is that's taking a joke. Thailand and China and putting it together and being like, okay, let's add more plastic to it. Which is the definition of like American people being like, oh, look, I'm going to buy this bike because it's taller and thicker and wider and heavier. They should have yeah. brought the Forza, they should have brought the new Forza 300 here. Yeah. Okay. Which would have been right. a better choice right. than bringing that ADV 150 right. here. Right. Yeah, that's true. And that would have never happened. Oh, the, <laughs> the new Forza is nice. I mean, it's got adjustable windscreen. It's got a bunch of like high tech features. It's actually a really decent scooter. So the bar's open. The bar's closed exactly 20 minutes ago, which means everybody that hung out and bullshit by their bikes is now on the road. Yeah. So I did want to read you guys one awesome email we got from one of our Patreon listeners. Is it me or are these guys just going back and forth? It's well, the no, same I guys. Saw that, that Nissan 350, I saw it go back and forth at yeah, least four times. Yeah, it's all doing. Yeah, it's cruising. Yeah. The, uh, okay, are you guys ready? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Here comes Harley. Yeah. That red he light. blew that red light so hard. <laughs> so you have to go really fast to get the light at yeah. Rocky River and the light at 168 and the light here at 162nd. And really fast is what, 54 miles per hour? About yeah, 70. pretty much. If you catch really? about 70. If you do about 70, you can hit all five lights. Wow. Okay. But the problem is from Smedley's to here, most of these guys aren't getting 70. No. No, they're underachieving. I can do it on a Vespa GTS 300, though. <laughs> no problemo. Um, so, but here's a legit. Um, so, this is from Kevin. Um, hey, Kev Storino. Hold on. Here comes the whole crew. That's cool. That's a whole parade. All right. Are we ready? Hey, Phil, Cinch, Steve, John, Nick, Chris, Dan, and all the other Cleveland motards over the years. I wanted to show my appreciation to all of you for providing such an entertaining podcast with a little gift. Hopefully it should arrive in the next few days of you receiving this email. It's a motorcycle ramp. I'm hoping you'll find useful for pickups, deliveries, around the shop, etc. My thought is that it can live at the shop, but if any of the guys from the podcast or friends or family need it, they can have use of it. God help me, I've been listening to pretty much from the beginning, which is more or less when I started riding. A Honda Transalp 650. Yeah. Not sure if that model made it to the States, but it's a goddamn great bike. Fuck yeah. I've picked up a lot of tech tips along the way that have helped me out, as well as numerous beer and cocktail recommendations. <laughs> the time and effort y'all put into the podcast is amazing, so thank you all. Kevin Lynch, Ireland. Yes! Wow. Ireland! Oh, Kevin! P.S. Yeah. P.S. I'm emailing Renee, too, because I assume she will make sure that Phil actually gets this message. Yeah. <laughs> 
who so runs the shop. He we... understands the way the gears grind that at this shop. He's a real listener. He's a real yeah, listener. A real you listener, understand. Yeah. If you want shit to happen, you go through Renee. Yeah. Can we, can we, as an outsider? Yeah. Renee is Cleveland Motive. Renee is. I mean, yep. seriously. Yep. I mean, how many years has she been working? Forever. I mean, She's the first person I hired. Renee is the first person I hired. Yeah. It's not 20 years yet, but it's close. Yeah. Phil uh, is the guy you want to talk to if you want fun and friendship. Yeah, right. But if, if you, you want to do talk, business, go through Renee. Yeah, right. Yeah. Renee yeah. is truly the heart, mind, and soul of Cleveland Moto. She knows where all the bodies are buried. Yep. yep. Literally. I have, a, I have a fun Renee story that mm-hmm. nobody else knows about. Uh, when I was like 18 years old, I went up to the old Cleveland Moto yeah. shop at on in Lakewood. Yeah, that yeah. one. Um, and I said, do you have the chain for a SP250? Oh, yeah, yeah. And she said, no. No, we don't. That was it. I assure you, we don't. Yep. Renee does know what's going on. Renee is not prone to flowery, uh, flowery verbose repartee. She's more of a get shit done quickly kind of girl. Yep. Uh, yeah. She's a once in a lifetime awesome person. She is. And of all the, like, literally anybody who's known me forever knows that Renee is the heart, blood, and soul of Cleveland Moto yeah. or Pride of Cleveland. If you're that old. I've only met her, yeah. you know, for a Today, very brief briefly, amount of yeah. time. Um, she seems like such a lovely person. She's uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, she has been my wingman on 9,000 adventures. I wish she was on the podcast more i wish she was on the podcast right now she's uh, i'm not gonna say she's shy but she likes to consort with a better class of friend than we are <laughs> don't blame her she had a little when we were looking at doing the discovery and you don't channel, either because you're not pushing her either no, no, i'm not that's it yeah. that's when we right. were looking at doing the discovery channel yeah. they were pushing for their like you yep. want her yep. on this so all the film crew like the whole film crew <laughs> the directors and everybody who showed up to shoot that tv show at our shop was like, we don't care what you do. We need to get Renee on camera. And Renee was like, not having it. Renee was like, fuck you. I've seen where these shows go. And I mean, I did. I ran a lot of interference because those shows do tend to go in ugly places. Well, they always, they always take the women and make them like such insignificant people. Yeah, oh, they're hey, like, Renee, oh, put this bikini on. Yeah, yeah exactly. right, right. And that's not Renee. Renee, oh, right. is Renee, like, you're having an affair and, with this guy, but you're the, also having an affair with that guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, and Renee's not having an affair with anybody. That's yeah. not what I want. What I want out of it, I want a. Uh, it, it would be nice to have a woman's voice in it yeah. because, I mean, I started looking at, I mean, like I said, my girlfriend wants to start riding a bike. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to let her ride without full gear right. and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, you know, I have a lot of recommendations sure. for my guy friends. I have nothing for her as far Being as like a she's a very in petite the girl. Like, right yeah. now is a very challenging thing because it, once it is the best it's ever been. But yeah. on the other hand, it is still a fucking Shrink it and pink it. And from like my the understanding, whole industry is still fucked up. There are there are multiple women yeah. vloggers yep. who ride motorcycles, Absolutely. and they are f- the most fascinating yes, stories you'll ever watch. Absolutely. I I, I found stayed these... up for hours watching. You know, doodle on. A I motorcycle held my phone up with one hand. All these people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found one or two. Um, I found one or two like blogs that I sent her to. I didn't. I kind of glanced through them and said, "Hey, like." read through this as far as gear and stuff goes yeah. i want to make sure you get something good and from my understanding they just in the last couple years or so uh stopped doing the 
All right, we're gonna give you guys last year's gear, right. still cut for men, right. so like doesn't fit you at all. Uh, and you want something that fits you. I mean, I, it's my tough. jacket's a little bit big on big on me because I lost okay, a bunch of weight during too COVID. Much. Oh, shit. <laughs> Chris, re the, uh, the, No, the we're just right. talking about yeah, it know, in here. We, so I just had to bust this box. We, it's funny because I know my wife has been riding for Sorry. 25 years, no, no. right? Cheap shot, I know. And my, cheers, cheers. <laughs> and my wife has always had to suffer with, like, I would bring something back from the shop and be like, well, this didn't fit anybody at the shop. Maybe you're a candidate because you're five foot four, right? You know? Oh, this is going to be great. It's the first one of these we've had tonight. Mm, yeah, we right. have not had. Siren brought to you by Johnny Mac. What is this, ASMR? What are you doing, little uh... Yeah. That is... Oh, and it's a double header, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. I love the fact that there's, there's nothing in this neighborhood higher than three stories except for the building literally over our left shoulder. Yep. And there goes the ladder truck. To a building that is not over our left shoulder. Yeah. Probably for the, the more water capacity, I would assume. I don't know. Man. I don't know we're much about firefighting. We're going to put the ladder really high and shoot down at the fire. Right. It's I, I was an Eagle Scout, so I know more about fire uh, making and, and, you know, irresponsible shit like that. Out. You have yeah. not seen us out here with the Evil Knievel toy. And um, weird and weird old dudes touching your wiener. Ooh, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you, yeah, I grew that's up why they call them weeblows. Oh. Oh, Since sorry, did you get that badge joke. on your right. Boy Scout badge? Yeah, you yeah. earned that badge. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh. You do. The yeah. hard way. Yeah. I did oh, have an easy a, way. To I pay, had a you know, badge whatever. called lubrication. You thought, God, you thought only God could make wood. Yeah. <laughs> but I did have a badge called lubrication. Nobody explained it to me, and I was very concerned. Lubrication. Merit badge? Yeah, my merit badge was called lubrication, and I didn't know. Your merit badge was called lubrication. That's when I quit the Boy Scouts. I had a merit badge too, right after I married her. Heyo! Oh, All shit. All right, anybody else got anything else? <laughs> no. Fuck you, ride fast and take chances. Press <laughs> 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 <laughs>